Love Talk Radio. expressed on the J. King Network contain mature content and may be deemed as offensive in nature. However, they may not reflect the same views held by the network itself. So please, use discretion when tuning in. Good morning, everybody. My name is J. King. Welcome to Kings in the Morning. Good morning, Janet Marie. Good morning, Willie Dan. With me are my co-hosts. He's a funky kind of fellow. He is Funky Jude Modelo. Funky Jude Modelo. Heyo! What's going on, everybody? Hope everybody's happy. And if you're not happy, fuck you. Get happy and let's get it going. That's it. Brother Reverend Ali. Papa Jay was mute in phones. Oh, yeah. Whenever he heard noise, it was gone. And he didn't mind. No, he didn't mind my mute song. Well, let me sing it again. Papa Jay was mute in phones. Oh, yeah. Whenever he heard noise, it was gone. And he didn't mind. No, he didn't mind my mute song. Don't use my shit on me. John Beckman says, dude, great fuck. energy, dude. You are a good man. I don't care what Ali says about you, even though I believe... Ali don't talk you, shit. Me and Ali are cool. I believe you and Ali are Mutt and Jeff. Good morning, uh, What? We me here, and Ali, though. we're cool. We're cool. Me and yeah, Ali are here, cool. though. Don't even, don't even respond what? to that dude, uh, Jew. Don't respond to that dude. Yeah, he I, don't I even understand. I don't, okay, all right. We'll watch out for that yeah, motherfucker. Fuck, it's fuck John today. All right. <laughs> don't do it ever to me, though. Gotta find my way. I gotta find my way. Good morning, Lee Fletcher. 
John Beckman said, <laughs> if Ali and you were a couple, who would be the man in that relationship? Thanks. <laughs> Oh come on now, Jay! You can see the kind that? of shit. You can see the kind of shit Jay on today. It's Friday for show yeah. over there where he at. Okay. All right, all right, all right, all right. No, I'm You see how Jay John doing this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He got scared. The whole John Beckman thing scared him. So, yeah, uh, he ain't got Bobby Redwine. Bobby Redwine ain't here, so Jay want to fuck with me and you now. No. Yeah, he wants to try. He could try. John Beckman, John Beckman just said hypothetical. No. If I no. were a couple, who would be the man in that relationship? That's not good, Jay. That's not a good thing to read. Yeah, you're I can't believe you read that, Jay. That's going to make so your eyes bad later on. So you're saying that me reading it was a bad thing. Yeah, that's a bad thing. And you know what it said yeah. before you read it, Jay. You're pretty smart. I know how you get down, Pop. Very smart. So I shouldn't have read it, is what you're saying. <laughs> it's too late now. I mean, you got everybody thinking we're gay. Let me apologize. You can't apologize after you throw it out there. It's too late. It's too late. You make, you make us look like we're fucking gay, and you want us to yeah. apologize? Yeah. <laughs> Come on, man. That's ah. some good fun, though. Good fun. Good fun. No hard feelings. Even though Jay, I'm pissed now. So fucking why pissed. Pissed? Why and what? Um, now let me ask you a question. I have a question for you, and I want you to be honest with me. I'll be honest. Okay. Are you pissed off or pissed on? I've never been pissed on, know where that ever happened, and if somebody ever tried it, they're going to fucking die. Are you pissed off or pissed off? I'm angry. How how old were you the first time somebody pissed off? The first time I got pissed off? The first time somebody got it. I've never been pissed off. I've never been, I've never had that happen. The first time it happened. You can tell. No judgment here. No judgment. You promise? Promise? I promise. Promise. Okay, go ahead. The first time, Ask the question. How were you the first time a guy pissed on you, and why did you let him do it? I, he Was didn't it do nothing. He, he, he made an effort, and I had to fuck him up. But I did wake up with, with a, like a, a bottle of Crisco oil and my ass hurting. That's all I know. So, 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 okay. I'm, I'm That's all I know. That's all I remember. Steve Adderton said, why won't they answer the hypothetical? Good morning, Shelly. Homie just there did. Homie. There we go with another sucker. Tell my why we won't answer the hypothetical. You answer the hypothetical, motherfucker. It's for you. It's funny for me, but it's funny. I'm bringing entertainment. Were were you in? Let me ask you a question. I want you to be honest. Again, no judgment. Yes, the first time yes, you sir. started entertaining, when you first started entertaining guys, what was it about guys that that you that you found attractive? <laughs> Jay, Jay, your your questions—they put me in a position to where I can't even be. I can't even 
speak. I don't fuck with men. I, I only fuck with women. I know. But, but for those that do both, but... I'm sorry. Go ahead, Jay. Sorry about that. What was it about guys that made you entertain them? That's all I, I don't don't mess with guys. I'm not I'm not into that. But it, but let them do what they want. Do whatever you want to do. You want to fuck a guy in the ass? Go ahead. I don't care. I don't want to hear about it, and I want to know about it. Okay. I didn't know since so we were time, great friends. I didn't know you were gonna fuck me up. You try and fuck me up on this shit. So the first time a guy touched you on the butt and pissed on you, how old were you? The first time? (laughs) 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 The only the first time? You're only concerned about the first time. Hey, okay, I'm gonna play you guys a song. Uh, uh, Good morning, Shirley Brown, and I want you to tell me, uh, Ali, if you like it and who you think could do the song. All right, who you think could we? Or if I should just let the song go. Good morning, Jason. Good morning, Josephine Person. I wasn't seeing anything, you know, 
just enjoying the fact that when we couldn't be together, we could steal 47's presence. Well, that's what I want to get back to. See, I want to get back to the times before love became a fight. When love was you and me, and we worked it out. See, I want to get back to it, baby. I want to get to loving you, pleasing you, needing you. I want to get back to holding you, knowing you, enjoying you. I want to get, I want to get to loving you, pleasing you, needing you. I want to get to holding you, knowing you, enjoying you, I want to get back. So I, I wrote that song like 20, what, Jordan is 20, so maybe 23 years ago, maybe 23 years ago, I recorded it, maybe ni- 1999, 2000, these are, um, good morning, Reese, let me open up this mic, open Hasta luego. Hasta luego. Good morning, Danielle. Uh, that was a wonderful song. Great, great, great song. Calm me. It calmed me down. Ah, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Why are you Jesus Christing already, uh, Reese? But to be honest with you, I thought my day was going in a positive direction, and then I heard that fucker's voice. <laughs> I love, I love my cousin. I love like my cousin. Sticking a needle. I do love my cousin. You, dude, you are the equivalent of sticking a needle in a heart on. You are the fucking worst. <laughs> The worst compared to what? <laughs> anything. Just fucking anything. I, I don't mean to hurt your feelings or to harm you. or to. to oh, trust me, my feelings up. are not hurt, dude. dude. I just said I was having a pretty good day. My client is great. I got another client I'm getting ready to go see now. I figured I'd just tune in okay. to my favorite show okay. in the world outside of my own. And your fucking yeah. voice is here. And the first thing that runs through my mind, I'm saying to myself, isn't there a bottle of vodka waiting for you somewhere, you fucking heathen? Uh, hey, thanks, thanks for explaining yourself when you don't need to, you pussy. Yeah. yeah. Wow, what another another snappy comeback. Snap my balls. Stand by, ladies and gentlemen. Jude's got a whole list of zingers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not, only here not um, nearly well, where you're at. Let me just say that I'm I'm only I'm gonna be off for about twenty twenty five minutes at, at about nine at eight fifty five. I'm gonna go off. I'm gonna go offline. I'm gonna come back online, but I'm gonna go offline for about twenty five minutes to uh, do a meeting with Wells Fargo via Zoom. Mm-hmm. And then oh, okay, so you so so you'll be back. That's wonderful. You know, uh, your song was banging though, man. Uh, I think you should. I think you. Yeah, I think you should go on and give it, give it to Joe Levy. Yeah. Really? I don't know yeah. if Joe Levy would sing 
I hear Ronald Isley. Well, Ronald is burnt out. That nigga, oh, you don't know how long he's going to be around. So you got to give it to Joe Levy. You think Joe Levy? I don't know if Joe Levy. I'm going to send it to Joe Levy. I'm gonna send Joe Levy like needs to say something like that. He needs something like that. He always singing them motherfucking Al Jarreau, Al Jarreau type songs and shit. No, Joe Levy don't sing Al Jarreau type songs. <laughs> yeah, and, and, with all due, and with all due respect, Ali, what the fuck is wrong with Al Jarreau? <laughs> who, I just who <laughs> yeah, Joe Levy, though. That's some old Al Jarreau hate. Al Jarreau don't get no hate. He's like the nicest I love guy. Al Jarreau. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Al was the one. But yeah, I think you should give it to Joe Levy. But you know, you need to keep that part that you did. You know, baby, you, you gonna give me that pie? Yeah, I'm gonna I'm 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 make sure I come I over and get that pie. Ali, I know that's what I'm saying. Thing? I want you to, I want you to keep that no, one part though of you on there. No. Um, you know what, baby? I'm gonna give you. I'm gonna give you some of this. I'm gonna throw this thing on your pie, baby. You know what I mean? And uh, we gonna go to dinner after that. Yeah. Okay, so tell me. So, so this song, this I, I wrote. An, I wrote a song, um, uh, back in nineteen ninety ninety one, ninety two. So ninety two was how many years ago? Thirty, thirty one. And like uh, yeah, that's yeah, that's like thirty two years ago. Okay, so this is, I wrote this song then. So tell me what you guys, good morning, Joni, if you guys think this song is. Try to love, try to 
Good morning, Mary. Oh, my God. Actually met that mm-hmm. thing. Good morning. Mary was... That's, that's what Officially, that was the first time you met either of us. Yeah, that, yeah, was. that was the but first me, yeah. time that we had met either of us in person. Uh, Monkey said, what's up, all, all them kings? Ali was pure fire yesterday, a trusted king that knows how to keep the pimp hand strong. <laughs> well, good Lord. My fans, my fans, give me some props. You just kick back. Don't don't try to saw oh, up my Ali, shit. Ali, you can keep your little couple of fans, boo. Ain't nobody trying to take your fans. You can have them. You okay, need well, you them. You need like them more it than the rest of us. talking to you. I don't even know why you running your mouth. We listening to songs, and here come your mouth. You need them more than the rest of us, Ali. It's okay. I know. I know you need that little. I, I need somebody right. more than you. Fucking ass. Go Shut your little, little baby bottle. Go get your hey, Reese, fire. Reese, 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 that's not my wife. Uh-uh, uh-uh, uh-uh. Don't touch that. That's not my hands. wife. I got nothing to do Reese. with that. Don't, even, don't drag my ass into that. Oh, you going to have to listen to me. Take it with John you, Reese. Yo, listen, I suggest you. John Beckman said, Jay, when you met Reese, was he black back then? John Beckman, he was oh exactly my God. who he is right now. So just so we understand each other, John Beckman hater, um, I'll get to you in a second. Um, yeah, John Beckman's uh, just hating because he ain't never met you in person, that's all. <laughs> that's all it is, yeah, exactly. Um, Potter said, Ali was pure fire yesterday. I think he meant to say that the racist reverend should have been fired yesterday. Call your ass in, Potter. They're going to be leaving in 25 minutes. Bring your ass over here. Uh, Jay King, when you ain't here, I'm, this thing is an atrocity. Uh, I know. <laughs> uh, he, did you hear him? Oatmeal. Yeah, he said, I know. <laughs> that was simply it. I know. You hear you hear the way J. King said that? J. King was like, sheepishly, I know. <laughs> okay, I got one more song, you guys, and I'm going to leave you alone, because these are just songs I'm finding. I'm going through my old songs. This song, okay, we got I'm Joe Levy song. and Joe Crocker. Who's next? Okay, so, so, that's what I'm, so this song is a song that I'm thinking about recording for one of my records. Um, solo records, and it's just it would just be an interlude. It'd just be a little short piece, but it's about my it's about my my daughter, and so it's called Jordan Ann. So I'm I gotta sing it to you because I don't have it on, but I'm gonna let you guys tell me what you guys think. Good morning, Brian. Life brought to me 
Sound like a guy trying to speak through his Brillo no. pad. Sometimes I'll write, good morning, Reggie Sanders. 
Sometimes I'll go in the bathroom and be in the bathroom and yeah. All your songs is written on the toilet. Jay, what is you talking about? <laughs> Jay King, Jay King, that's a that's a little side diff. That's what he's trying to say. <laughs> I'd have taken that as a little bit of a tip. Good morning. Um. No, no, you no, you sit there while you're sitting on the toilet. You write it. You don't. You just sit. You don't swipe. You swipe at the end, Jeff Carlin. You don't. You don't swipe. Um. So I'm trying to. So I'm, um. So Ali made the album. Ali's gonna make the record. We're gonna start mastering next week. And um. I'm looking. I'm going through songs today, going back through all my old songs, seeing what I could do. Stay quiet, you fucker! I was trying to stay quiet this morning. Oh, John Beckman, she's talking to John Beckman. Good morning, Marissa. Good morning to everybody. So I'm only here for about 22 more minutes because I have to go to, to this meeting, and uh, as for our economic summit, I don't know what you guys are doing. If you guys are in in town, but you know, um, our economic summit is going to be October twenty and twenty one. Um, also, um, uh, on October seventh, any of you guys that uh, are in the Southern California, or if you want to come see Club Nouveau, um, we will be. Good morning, Adrian Lord, over in chat room. We will be. Um, in Redondo Beach at the Performing Arts Center with Confunction, Confunction and Club Nouveau. It's for uh, it's for a worthy cause. Uh, it's for this program called GEMS, G-E-M-S. And what they do is um, children, kids who don't have the financial means to go to uh, private high schools but are scholars that, um, that are uh, – black and brown, whose parents can't afford it, but they have the opportunity to, uh, from an educational standpoint, um, get outside of their communities and grow. Uh, Jim's pays that um, pays that tuition for those kids and help them find colleges and change their lives. So uh, that's October 7th, the Redondo Beach Performing Arts Center, I know Dale Bernie's coming because he already told me that he and his daughter were buying that he was buying tickets for his daughter and him to come. So yeah, Jim's. Uh if you go on my Facebook page you'll see it. If if Mitchy Smurf was here, she would have probably already posted it and she'd have sent the link right there. I don't know where Smitchy is and I don't mm-hmm. know where Six I is. So I'm gonna tell you what's happening right there. <laughs> Six is getting snitchy with it. He finally he finally put that put one of them eyes on that snitchy smurf. He ain't doing nothing. Hey, that nigga ain't putting no eyes on nothing. He putting he putting his glasses on it, not his eyes. You, Jay King, if you want to know what they're yeah. doing, you have to answer one question. What do you get what? when you cross a brown chicken with a brown cow? What? Brown chicken, brown cow. <laughs> brown chicken, brown cow. Hey, we 
Reese, you square, you square as fuck, Reese. Oh, oh, you're breaking my heart. You're breaking hey, my hey, heart. I, I, I heard your Good morning, plan. everybody. Good morning. What'd you say, Marcus? Good morning. I heard we square asses, motherfucker. It couldn't be Marcus. He wasn't talking to a Brillo printer. Square ass motherfucker. Oh, he's breaking <laughs> my heart there, buddy. It's okay. Don't worry about it. Listen, as soon as you get your asthma medication up, you'll finally sound like a normal person. Okay? But thank you anyway. We appreciate your time. Okay? All right. Thank you. Thank you for calling. It's been a pleasure to Come serve on, with you, sir, on Kings in the Morning. Hey. Absolutely. Hey, is that the best you can do? Of course it's the best that I can do. Hold on. I'm fighting for every bit of oxygen that I can get. I'm sorry. Did you take your your milk bath this morning? Of course I took my milk bath. It's the reason why I sound like this. The milk was too hot, and it scorched my vocal cords. That's what happened. Uh, Is that what what it did? Uh, Exactly. That's exactly why. Uh, now, hold on. I've got to take a break to get some oxygen. I'll be back shortly. Hey, hey, don't, me, don't, don't have me get on your girl again. Don't, don't worry about it. That's okay. Everybody, you couldn't get on my hey, girl if you hey, tried hey, because you have to take a breather knows, with every pump. Every, everybody knows you got in your feelings yesterday when I got on your girl. Okay. I, it's okay. I've got to take a call. God bless you. Yeah, I know. Run up out of here. <laughs> uh, today is um, Friday, September 1st, 2023, and I'm going to do the daily word. Brother Reverend Ali is going to do the word of the day. Uh, the daily word is something we don't do here too often, but we work on, and that is positivity. P O S I T I D I T Y. Choosing positivity brightens. Oh, King, will Club Nouveau be doing a charity concert for retarded children? It would be nice for those kids to see someone like themselves as a special rapper on stage singing about the Lord. <laughs> that would be as Professor Keone said. Keone that lost his motherfucking mind. <laughs> he gonna give you a free oh. T-shirt, Jay, for laughing so hard. He gonna be. Oh, and nigga, see you a free hoodie next day. It's my, it's my bad. Um, um, okay. Choosing positivity brightens my life. Throughout the years, I've met folks who stayed upbeat, even when they encountered difficult times. Likewise, I've met others who seemed downbeat or anxious, even during seemingly stable periods. It's up to me to decide the kind of person I wish to be. I want to expect the best, keep my heart open to love, 
and keep my mind open to new ideas. So I choose positivity again and again. I meet life eagerly and focus on the good. I will do I will do in all I might accomplish. I greet people warmly and go about my business lightly. At day's end, I look back with gratitude for everyone I encountered and all I did. Each day might not be perfect, but I know I have the power to find the good around me and the optimistic no matter what I'm doing. Today's Bible verse is Proverbs 4.23. Keep your heart with all vigilance. For from, it flow, for from it flow the springs of life. Brother Reverend Ali, what is the word of the day? OG, the word of the day is voice, spelled V-O-I-C-E. And the definition for voice is the sound produced in a person's larynx and uttered through a mouth as speech or song. Let me see if I can use that in a sentence. Marcus's voice is not a choice. Voice. That you guys cold. don't even know. Um, you guys don't even know what Marcus may have gone through for his voice to be like that. I know you went you through some shit. Sound like that. But, you know, being kind is something that that you guys need to work on here on this show. So right, we're going to try this exercise. We're going to try exercise today that we've tried before. Before I leave, I only have 14 minutes. Good. Um, and we're going to start. We're going to start with you, Charles. Charles, I want you to say something kind about one person on Kings in the Morning, anybody you choose. I I will start off. I will do that. I love that. I would like to start off with Brother Ali, someone who I truly adore, who indulges in vegetarian foods such as soy, S-O-Y, that comes from female plant I love that he indulges in those things. And maybe sometimes that's why he gets a little hot now. But I understand that's a bit. You're a good guy, Ali. Now, Ali, say something kind about Big Charles. Big Charles, you're a nice-looking girl with hair and cigars. <laughs> and I really think that I'm going to help you get a dress this weekend on me. You take, bro, you take your big Charles out. Uh, um, okay, Marcus. I want you to pick somebody to say something kind about. Um, <laughs> Jay King. You hear it? You hear yeah, the next? Jay King. Though I had a misunderstanding of who you are and the type of person that you are, I've come to have a lot of respect for you with your your insight and your wisdom and even more, your tenacity to make things happen. 
Now you see, now you, did you hear? Now do you hear what? Now that was a nice thing. Now I ask you two motherfuckers to say something nice about somebody. Uh, uh, Big Charles told Ali that he knew where he got his girl hormones from, the plants he eats, and Ali told Big Charles that he was gonna get him a dress. Those were the two nicest things they could say. <laughs> So let, me, let, me say, let me say something nice to Marcus. Marcus, I am uh I'm a fan of your of uh of your resilience and I know that um that you've had some tough times in your life. But you continue to to move forward. I love how you love your son and encourage your son, and you and you um you prove to him that he's great, not not with words, but with with your with your deeds and the way you you push him. And I have a lot of respect for you. Um, Thank you, <laughs> Professor Keone said that's why Marcus has that stress. Found his voice. All I heard was sucking. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> you so mean. <laughs> God. Jeff Carlin said, Jay, asking them to say something nice about each other is like handing over the keys to the meat market to a lion. <laughs> Right. <laughs> Jelena said they just couldn't help themselves. They they really can't. <laughs> I got to tell you guys, um, I'm leaving here in a minute because I have to do uh, in 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 uh, nine minutes. I have to do a right call on. with. Um, I'm Amen. Coming back. Um, so I'm coming back. I'm, I'm only going to be on the call for fifteen twenty minutes. But, um, Wonderful. Oh Lord. But I um, y- um, Ali, y'all going to hell? I love it y'all when you. I love it when you leave, Jay. I love it when you leave, Why, man. Good morning, Caravassi. Good morning. Mute abuse. Mute abuse. Mute abuse. Mute abuse. He's a builder. He's a major mute abuse. You motherfuckers are so, all liars. All you motherfuckers be lying. Y'all know y'all be talking shit, and then you get put on mute. Ali, no, Ali, I saw you purposely go. At, I heard no, you. no, Marcus, I Marcus, tell him what happened, Marcus. No, Marcus, hey. not your witness. The guys you hey, are you, your witness. Hey man, you know if they see what they see, man. Ali, if a, if it's a ball, it's a ball. If it's a strike, it's a strike. You know what I mean? No, no, he was a boss of that mute button. If, if he had a mute button in his hand, he wouldn't be a boss of nothing. That's the problem. You see, with that Ali, shit. Ali, you, 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 yes, sir. You go after people. You go after people based on something they did yesterday or another time. You say, yeah, well, talk shit to me now. So you antagonize. You like the police? Where you would shoot a motherfucker with a with a with a. Uh, uh, a non-lethal bullet, and then when they start running towards you because they because that shit hurt, 
Then you pull out the gun and shoot them, kill them. Yep. You know what? <laughs> that sounds about right. <laughs> good thing that I was not a king of a country. He'll slaughter everybody. Mm-hmm. You wasn't that vocal yesterday, Charles. You was quiet as a mouse, nigga. I know, because you kept muting. My voice is very loud. I don't hold back. No. Much. You came in here talking shit. Just like you talking now. You better be careful, Charles. I mean, thing. Um, John Beckman said he especially goes after people because of their color. No, I don't. John Beckman, we get tired of you asking them stupid-ass questions. Mm-hmm. His favorite thing is the bubble. That's how abused we are. Mm-hmm. You like, like, you don't know you if like in the, the bubble or not. They, these people are disoriented, Jay. They don't know if they on mute or off mute in the bubble. I mean, I got them all fucked up. <laughs> 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 oh my God! You see how you see Fred ain't called. He don't want none today. <laughs> he and our sister are traveling. They're on their way here. Right, they're traveling today. Right, they're traveling. You might be pick that around you. I'm right here in Sacramento, waiting for that nigga to come off the air. I'm gonna fuck Fred up. <laughs> <laughs> you not. <laughs> but you said, well, never mind. You said a lot yesterday. Yeah, why don't you mind your business, nigga? God damn. <laughs> okay. You always run your mouth. If you ain't on Ali's side, he automatically mutes you. If you don't like what hey, like Why are you even talking about me? This is a new day, Charles. Are you trying to start some shit today? Yeah. Hey, oh, I'm asking you just to be nice. Okay, I'm going to be nice, all right. You better be nice, nigga. I'm waiting on you. I got the motherfucking mouse hovering over your number right now. Nicky, <laughs> 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 um, you got a job as a power on the job. Um, hey, let me tell you guys, everybody online, I'm going to have to go right now, and I got to get ready for uh, a meeting. But I'm coming Wonderful. back. Wonderful. Okay. Um, and um, I'm going to put myself on mute. And um, you guys can go to. Um... Well, don't you put yourself on mute. Let me do it. I'm going to sign mute laughing. Oh, that's too horrible. Mm-hmm. I owe him a couple of mutes. I won a bet two times. OJ King two mutes, but I forfeited it. Oh, OJ, over what? the deck, over the deck, over the deck yeah. that wasn't paid, right? Okay, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I bet him twice. I I I got two mutes, and I just let him go because you know I, I love for Jay. I don't want to put him on mute, so I gave him a pass. But I tell you what, if I get any new mutes in the future, I'm keeping those. 
Let his ass have it. Here come powder. Here come, here come powder right here. What's going on, powder? How you doing, powder? What's going on, Kings in the Morning family? What's up? Well, good morning. Where have you been? What's up, black Canadian? Been busy. <laughs> okay. Been busy. Well, we're glad you're here. I'm glad I'm here. I, I have to come just in case Jay's not here, because I know Charles loves to hear me um, do the um, the American history segment, so yeah. I couldn't let him down. Right, that's, right. That's, we gonna that's have wonderful. You. That's false. We're going to have you do that today. We're going to have you do that today, matter of fact. Run Charles' ass off. <laughs> <laughs> so, hey, Charles, what's going on in New Orleans, man? Give us the latest. Not the goddamn thing. Look, I'll tell you what. More drinking, more smoking. Matter of fact, I'm going to pick up a bottle of day. There's a bottle. Matter of fact, I'm not going to pick up a bottle of day. And Cuddles cracked his cigars in half. Do, do you, um, is the crime going down? Because I know you guys were having the issue with crime, like most cities, I guess. Well, you know, we don't have a, a whole police force anymore either. Right, so well, that's, that's the biggest problem. Matter of fact, we don't even have a real chief yet. Whoa. So, yeah. Yeah. Ever since that guy left, um, yeah, man, one. So they have no police force, and they uh they don't have a, a real chief. They got an intern, you know, in what it called. And she's uh they don't really want her, even though she's from New Orleans. Her family, her family's been in the police department. She's deep, deep in police, you know, kind of deep in the police department. But they don't want her because she's gay, and and she's a female. So, and she, you know, they think her and the mayor are close, and they don't like the mayor anyway. I don't get that old man. Whoa. Who's the, who's the mayor? You know, uh, who's the mayor of New Orleans? Let me say this. Let me say this. I I I I, I understand now the fight against uh, the women coming politics and their fight because uh, ever since uh, I think it's Governor Blanco we had since Katrina, women have been hated. Like on the political game forever. So you know we talk about you know men. How women always come up here and say, why why is it okay for men to cheat, but it's not okay for women to cheat? And now I see it in in men, black and white, they do it. So you got a, you got a mayor in there. Her husband just died just recently, and she was cheating so called with a police department person, so called, but there's no physical proof. But they have pictures of her coming out to. Uh, her um, mayor-appointed apartment in the French Quarter that he come out at 2 o'clock in the morning and whatever. But other past male mayors have done the same thing. But it's never been reported on. But because she's a female and she's so much in, in, in uh, the public eye, going to concerts, rap concerts, fighting, uh, breaking the fights in bathrooms, so, so forth, so forth. They make a big deal out of it. But how, how much of it? How much of it do you think is her personality, though, in the way she does things, or do you think it's just well, you purely? Know, you know, she's not. She's not a New Orleans lady. She's actually a California lady. She's from Inglewood, and so she married into a New Orleans political family. 
the guy who she married, her dad, his dad was a judge, and the mom was a high, high attorney. So they helped her get into the political game of, of New Orleans. And I think this goes back to what J. King said, everybody black ain't, ain't, ain't right. You know, so many words ain't made, ain't, you know, they're not made to be trusted all the time. And this city has a tendency to, uh, well, this city had a tendency to shave certain political parties, like groups of people, right? So we call, you had the whites, you had the, the, the so-called whites, the pocket blondes, and then you have your rich political black, black people who stay amongst themselves, right? And they, they, they bring in who they want to their party, and they accept who they want. You know, and if you're not in either one of those, you're pretty much a lower peasant. You know, yeah, you there. You recognize people, but yeah, you're not there. So, and I, I that's why I don't care politics for so many because it's dirty. It's a dirty game. It is it's a dirty game. You know, see when you see, especially on a on a on a basic level, where you see your state representatives, like I see my state representatives constantly and have questions for them and ask them stuff and. One ear out the door. Yeah, I got you. I hear you on. Yeah, we try to take care of that. It's whatever, bro. All right, look. It's whatever. Yeah, but if you know that you're a target, like if you were running for mayor and you know you have some vices, you know you got to clean that up or stop because they, you're going to be under surveillance. I mean, people are going to well, be watching you. New Orleans is changing. New Orleans is changing. And somebody has got the, 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 the game changer down, and which is to build, redo these houses to, I mean, almost extent that people in the city can't afford them anymore. And most of believe it or not, a lot of people don't realize that a lot of these houses in the city of New Orleans are actually owned by other people when they're rented out. Everybody in the city doesn't own these houses anymore. So maybe back in my great-great-grandparents' days, most of the city of New Orleans were owned by people. But now it's actually bought up by people, and I'm not I'm not knocking them because some of these old houses they're they're doing beautiful things to them. They're taking the oldness out of them and they're they're redeveloping them and making them gorgeous. So houses that were built in the 1800s, you know, old slave uh, areas and stuff like that. Some some are taking plantation homes and they're redoing them. I, I'm not knocking them. They they're, they're they're doing some great things with them, you know. So and they're taking some. Low, low crime, you know, real high crime areas, and they're going into those areas, buying houses and redevelopment for people who want a want a nice house. But I guess until you change the city, you won't come. But the population, is, let me say, you already have a huge, large. You have a large Spanish community down in New Orleans, especially after Katrina, it got larger, um, and you have more of a white population that's growing. We always had a white population. But now it's growing even more. So, like in my area, uh, we had a park around the corner, public swimming pool, where black people just mainly swam at. Now you can find like a a group, a couple of families, walking to that swimming pool of, of white people. And I think that's a good thing that people can actually walk around here and do their thing. You know, so it says a lot about the area you live in. You know, so you want to change it. Once you change, you're gonna start seeing. The, uh, the political party changed a little bit, you know. So that is what it is. But the problem I have, the you know, biggest thing I have my my thing. 
my biggest problem is that the crime has always been down here, but now they make uh, white people make it more dramatic. And it's always good. Yeah, I'm listening. Do you know any AGs down there? A-G-E-E? No? No. Probably not. Okay. So, yeah, so I've been down there. I have some family in New Orleans now, but um, I've only been there once. And I, I didn't get a chance to go around a lot because I was there for a funeral, but Man, I mean, it's, it, it I, seems I, like a fun town. It, it seems fun. It seems like it has a lot of potential, but... Let me say this to you. Yeah. I, I live here, and I don't even know half of the restaurants in the French Quarter. But the French Quarter never amuses me. I, I'm not a... I'm more of a laughter and fun type guy. So where most people go through the French Quarter, the French Quarter is more for, uh, you know, eateries. Uh, you want to go see some performances or whatever. Or the... Um, rainbow section of, of the French Quarter that people like to go to, which is very sexual in all manner. I call it, I call it the rain, the, the, the bright light. So that way, yeah, there is some history in that. I just found out recently they were trying to fix up an area. I forgot what they called it, but it was a special area where men meant to, um, where men during a time of slavery, bought slaves and also um, fence duels when they had, they had problems. Like, if you wanted to solve issues, these men would meet in this alley and they would, they would take care of business right there. It was allowed. I, that's crazy, but I mean, there's a lot of history in that, but French Quarter doesn't amuse me. And a lot of people call the French Quarter, and originally called the Spanish Quarter, because the French Quarter really was burned down. And then was built by the Spanish people, but you can see you can see it's Spanish. For those who are architecture, you can see there's a lot of Spanish in it, but it's still called French Quarter. Yeah, but that's the tourist area, right? French Quarter is just more of a tourist. Yeah, right? but uh, yeah, it is. But there's nothing outside. I wouldn't take you put like this. I wouldn't take you to other places in the city of New Orleans because there's not very places outside of the French Quarter that's very friendly facing without somebody who actually knows where they're going at. So everything from the French Quarter to some of the Bywater, which is across the street going coming from the French Quarter heading to the Night Ward, which is eight ward, night ward, connected to on the river. But other than that, there is nowhere else I would tell you to go by yourself just off the rip. Like the place I hang at, yeah, it, it's very safe to go and hang to. But if somebody has never been there and you told them go hang out at this spot, you'd be like, what you going around there for that time of night? You know somebody? So that's, that's taking for Sugar Bowl. We had three kids, three white kids rolled up and talked to them. They got their shirts on, everything. You can see they're under 20. They're trying to get a drink. They, they're trying to get a drink anywhere. So they pull up. One of our brothers who's a barber, he looked at the kids, and he stopped them before they even went in. He said, I hope y'all not trying to come and get no drink. You guys all look under 20. 
there's no way. Now, hit the Barbie. They haven't even hit the door of the Barbie yet. So one of the kids walked in, and he automatically asked for ID. So he came back out. He said, man, I told y'all. Y'all not going to call. He said, how did y'all find this place? He said, we just kind of Googled and tried to find bars. And we seen this out the way, so we came here. And he was like, you're not going to get a church here. You, you look too young. Now, this was one black kid, one Asian kid, and one white kid. And you can see it all was 20. But he said, man, that's not acting here. He said, man, be careful. He told him this. He said, be careful where you choose to pick and go to. You just happen to pick a safe place where people don't, don't tolerate certain things. So that's what I'm telling you. Like, you want it easy to be the perfect place to hang at. After Katrina, it's like butcher town now. You might get shot going across the dog or anything going down. I can't come across the industrial canal. I'm just saying. It's things change out the street. Certain places, you don't go anymore. You want to be like the, where the place everybody wanted to go up at. I grew up out there. That's where everybody wanted to go. It was like the healthy side of the city where black people could hang out, go to the mall, everything. But not no more. It's not, it's not their place anymore. So it's well, how, did, how did Katrina, how did Katrina change things? So how, did, how did it make those changed, areas more dangerous? So, so, well, listen, let me say something. Katrina did the damage to the areas that weren't um, well populated in, in um it did, it did damage more to places that didn't have real people staying in. So people who didn't really own those houses. So the neighborhood I grew up in, right, there were a lot of people who owned their houses, and there were a lot of people who didn't. But then the problem is that a lot of people hadn't dealt with flooding ever in that area. We never had flooding ever in my whole life. The 20-some-odd years my parents owned the house while we stayed there, my parents never had dealt with not one flood ever. And we had the we had the, uh, the lake on one side, we had a, we had a, a swamp on the other side, and way down the other way was the industrial canal. But we never had to deal with flooding. Katrina took care of all that. The white clothes houses out. So, but the people who had, who had uh, furniture in the house, it rebuilt. The people who didn't, they lost everything. So that that neighborhood has never come back. It's almost there are people who are out there, but you could tell where it was houses, where it weren't houses. People who couldn't reinvest in fixing their houses back up, it, it, it's totally devastating. They had to tear down a whole apartment complex. There's side, no sidewalks in the middle of certain areas, but their nursing homes still exist. It, I mean, it's, it's messed up all kind of ways. So you have you have populations that didn't come back, and, and some that's not. Some some came back righteous, some didn't. So it depends on where you at. So, but they took care they took care of the inner city, put like that. They they well invested into the inner city a lot. So one thing they one thing that changed in the city, like Canal Street is right one of the major streets in New Orleans that leads to the river. You had a lot of shopping. Now they develop these shopping with apartments above them, making the inner city more populated because now you can stay in the city for a nice price. Like for two grand or something, which I'm sure in California that's nothing. But down here, that's expensive. Two grand is expensive anywhere for a one a one bedroom apartment. Down here, that's a lot. But 
you're off of convenience. You offer quick shopping. I mean, all those things that, that were in reach. And that's something, that's something new that's being developed down here now, which I'm sure has been popular on the East Coast, um, living quarters above shopping. So, I mean, it's 18. Matter of fact, we were just talking about that. The Katrina anniversary just was just 18 years. We celebrated August that uh, the city still is under development in certain areas. Is it being gentrified or no? Do you find that the city is starting to gentrify? And I say, can I say yes, but no at the same time? Yes, because the old population, the old population is dying, and the young people are just dying to society. And those who do get, those who go to college and to better themselves wind up leaving anyway. So I can't, I can't. So stay on my street, right? I stay in a nice neighborhood. There was a, there was a guy, his dad was a, he was a fire chief. He owned two fourplexes, right? They took one of those buildings and invested a million and some dollars in, right? They took that fourplex building and made it like a seven-bedroom apartment with a parking in the back. So everybody on this block and that block on both sides got a property height when that one first was built. That one finished first. We seen our, our taxes go up. So the guy said, uh, he told me, he said, uh, yeah, y'all gonna feel this one. He said, he, they put a lot of money in that building. And then they bought the building right next to the other fourplex that was halfway burnt. And they did the same thing. So where our taxes were like a thousand or something every month, it rose to like two fifty, to twenty five hundred, because of the redevelopment of a lot of those stalls. There were some condos down the street that were worth seventy grand. I think you buy one two bedroom for seventy grand. Now it's like a hundred and sixty thousand for one. I mean, it, it tremendously jumped up, tremendously, and that's good. That same we stay right that right same I, said, I was saying that same concept is what they're going to do with Maui. The Katrina incident you, is the yes, blueprint was, for what they're going to do to Maui. It, they're trying, but the only thing, Yusuf, the only thing that's different, I think, and I don't know if this is going to make a big difference, the only thing that's different is that people are more aware now. Like before they could even get started or after what happened in Maui, you see all online, people were talking about it. it was a setup. They were talking about what was going on before the fire, directly, you know, with, with, with them trying to zone that place and make it one of those 15-minute cities and all this kind of stuff and smart city and all that. That was going on, but people weren't selling. So all that stuff just went online, and people just really started commenting. And, and I think people are more aware now. That's the difference. In Even Hawaiians, Hawaiians that, are up in arms. Hawaiians are up in arms over this, man. They, they, right. <laughs> they were like, this is this was all a setup, right? So, I think that's the difference. I think the awareness is is greater now, and people are people are calling B, they're calling BS, man, on all of this. So I think that's the in circles, in circles that I dwell around. They mentioned that it's the same or equivalent to how they did. Native Americans here is to what they're doing to the natives in 
Maui. They're going to just, you know, it's going to be like a, a almost you saw the extermination part with the fire. They exterminated the, the natives here. So you saw that take place. Right. But the about the land now, now it's about the land. And uh, you just like you said, the setup, because of the fires that was taking place before the big fire. So now once uh, they got the logistics on how to carry out or how not to carry out, once the fire uh, is, is taking place, it was full, full straight ahead, you know, full power straight ahead. And they let it burn up, and the gentrification is now in process. You have those one, those top hat bigwigs who was trying to buy out people that were the owners of the land that got burnt up or the homes to just, like, Go ahead, I give you this money and you go out of here. So, you know, hearing that from circles that I dwell, it lets me see that America just don't give a fuck about humanity. It's all about, you know, it's all about the dollar. That's all it's, it's that's that's all it's about. You know, when you when you really cut it all up, the reason why a lot of these politicians that's old who won't retire because it's about their vote and the money and to keep things going like the good old days. I, you know, you know what, Yusuf? I don't think it's about the money. I think for the lower, I think for the lower level people, it's about money. I think for people who higher above, it's not about money. They got plenty of money. They print money. That's not the thing. It's control. Once I have control over you, I got control over everything you have. What Money is no longer an issue. What, what but, is the tactic that they're using to get control? Right. I think so I think they're lobbyist. using. But look, at, I think mm-hmm. they're using a number your of different lobbyists, tactics. But look, your lobbyists—they get most of that money from because those politicians oversee certain parts of boards. They sit on boards of things, and so. When you look at it, it is a money thing because what you have to understand is is that more money they get put into their political scheme is more for their retirement. So when you don't use all that money when it's time for you to revoke, to be to be uh to be elected in that, that whatever you're in, those monies are put into another thing where it sits back until you are you're ready to retire. And all those monies are sitting there. So it it is a money thing to me. It's more than you vote for a certain thing. You might not believe in it, but you know this person's going to give you X, X amount of dollars for your next political campaign. You know you're going to either have it, you're going to win or not, wherever it goes. If you lose, you win, whatever. It's still just put back into a pot. And in the end, it's still waste for you. So to me, it is a political game. I mean, politics, politicians take orders from others. They didn't come up with this whole thing and just decide to do it. This, this had to come from higher than than politicians. Politicians, they just do whatever oh, yeah. they're paid to do or whatever. They, this this comes this comes from this whole thing had to come from a lot higher than just a politician, in my view. Right. It's it, what it is. 
it's the oh, esoteric it's the esoteric knowledge of the forefathers bringing the past of their vision at that time for America. This is prophecy fulfilled, man. This is them. They know their time is up. I mean, that's just how I see it. They got the blueprint on the prophecies of the world. And you see it on television all the time on all these learning shows. Talk about what took place before, you know. So they came over to to, to get knowledge. And in doing that, they found some sacred writings. So when they set up shop here in America, which is for themselves, part of them fulfilling the vision for how they fit in the picture in today's world, and they made that manifest in America for themselves. And now in that story, they found out that there's going to be an end time, and they know that this end time is now. That's why after World War II, when they won the war, they actually said uh, Winston Churchill, who was the the spearhead of one of the allies that went in and took out uh, Japan and Italy, he said this is not the end, nor is it the beginning, but is it is the beginning of the end. In other words, once that took place about them winning World War II, they know that their destiny is over, complete, because the only thing now for melanated ones to do is to rise to the top because they made it to the top. They can't go no higher. All they can do is trick you now. And they tricking you right now, right in your face with what they gentrifying Maui after exterminating the native people in today's world. Go ahead, Reese. So may I ask a question? Go ahead, go ahead Reese. Okay. We were waiting for you to say something, Reese. Go ahead. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I was on hold for a while. I just had to find out if I could get on the queue. Well, the what it is is I um, baited the hook for you to come. Let me let me I know, ask I'm this question. I'm a good angler. I know let how me, to. Let me ask it. this question. So we know for a fact that the power company failed to turn the power off during high winds. That was their failure. We know that the administration in Maui failed to us uh, to signal the alarms. We also know that we had another administrator, which, by the way, the guy who failed to um, to ring the alarms, he's since resigned. We also know the guy who said that we needed equity in water distribution. Uh, another freaking DEI moron. He's been replaced. And we have a governor who is being asked over and over again about now we're finding out that the power company knew there were high winds, refused to take over the power, to cut off the power. We do know that power lines started the fire. We do know that down power lines started the fire and ignited dry brush. 
therefore, with the high winds, sending embers all over the place, and therefore we get this fire, and there's no one out there to put out the fires because, of course, there's a fucking hurricane happening. So with all of these sort of act of God, wait, wait, act of God and logistical and government failures. Perfect storm. Which we know, which we are, we know are irrefutable, right? We have evidence of all of this. I've been trying to do that. And I interviewed Shu, this activist from Maui. I talked to her just with this weekend at, at this um, political meeting that we just had. She's a boots on the ground Maui. With all of this information, I asked her because she has been running around talking about how this was done purposefully. So I addressed her with all of this. And she was like freaking Ralph Cramden when I said all of this with a bunch of homina, homina, hominas. And I was completely dispelling this notion that it, was per- that it was done on purpose. Now, here's why I say this is not done on purpose. The governor, Josh Green, is saying that this was an effect of climate change. His administration believes in climate justice. Is the governor now setting himself up where due to climate justice, the people of Maui will be able to sue the government and get more than the stupid $700 that it did? Yes. According to legal analysts, yes. So this nonsense that they actually did this on purpose so they could give people $700 so that Oprah and Jeff Bezos can, can buy the land is starting to fall flat on its face. And that's evidentiary. I've already literally covered this. WTIC literally gave me permission to talk to executives in Maui, talk to people. I've already called people over at Jeff Bezos' office, and I've already talked to people in the governor's office. So all of this stuff we know is true that I just spelled you because, again, I have absolute evidence to prove this. Well, to, not to, to necessarily because you're the one that gave the information. That means it's questionable. Again, I didn't give the information. <laughs> I literally investigated this, dumbass. And I've actually hey, hey, listen, talked to Governor listen, Green's listen. office. So we know. And Governor Green was on CNN. Hold on. Governor Green was on CNN doing another homina homina when Jake Tapper asked him, we know that there's evidence that they didn't cut off the power lines. The power lines fell and started the fire. And Governor Green is trying to suggest that this is climate change, even though we know this was man-made. This is a what man-made fire. is the carrying out of a plan once they did it in California. Again, they did Jeff the Bezos, same thing in California. Jeff Bezos and running they charged, that land they charged the for power what? companies. Right now, the okay, power I'm going to ask you the question, just like, just like I asked Maui, everybody else, what does Jeff Bezos want with the land in Maui? What does Jeff Bezos want with the land in Maui? Man, man, I don't, I don't think, think this is a, this, this is not a Jeff Bezos oh, no, no. Oprah thing that we're talking about, Reese. This, this has no, 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 those I mean, are the people. If, no, no, I know you're not talking about that, Potter, but the argument has been all of these videos online that I heard you guys talking about. Even the people who have been at the town hall meetings, they were publicly saying, Jeff Bezos, you got what you want. Oprah Winfrey, you got what you want. Yes, there has been people who, both of those individuals, have been trying to get people to buy their land. But they are now suggesting that because of that back and forth, that fight that people have been trying to keep their land against Oprah and Bezos, now they're saying that it was done on purpose because there were all of these other failures by their leadership, by the government. So they're saying, oh, it was done on purpose. Now, I get it. It's coincidental. I get it. It's coincidental. But there's no evidence to support the coincidence yet. It's circumstantial. Well, I, I don't so, think it so has anything to do with Jeff Bezos specifically. I think that people are saying that there was a plan to do something with that land 
And, right. Um, this was an excellent that's opportunity. Not wrong. And, 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 and so other, there are other things that just seem really weird with this. The whole thing about the police blocking wouldn't let anybody out. <laughs> they were trying to, yeah. that were trying to the, get out. The, they wouldn't whole, let anybody out. I mean, there's, there's, there's a whole, the whole, there's a whole lot of stuff going on here, Reese, that just does not make sense. No, no. And Potter, you're 100% right. In fact, I did, but the first story I did on this, what did we find out? That people who disobeyed government orders, they survived. Everyone who followed the government's yeah. orders, they died. They, got, they yep. died. Because, again, that was my argument. And I asked the governor's office about this, and this is what they're stonewalling on. Right? They keep saying, we'll check into it, we'll check into it. The governor's office is literally being called out because everything that they were asked, they were asking citizens to do, failed miserably and cost lives. The people who ignored their government officials, they survived. So it clearly looks like nobody knew what they were doing. From the alarms not going off to people distributing water equitably, equitable water distribution during a fire. That, that, and you know what? You know what? I, I know the guy resigned or got fired or whatever. I just don't think he made that decision himself. I think all of no. these people clearly he did. Up. So, so let me, you know what? Let me say something. He gave he gave the, the most ridiculous he gave the most ridiculous answer for why he didn't uh, sound off the alarms. Exactly. That was ridiculous you know, for him to say that openly. How can yeah, he said that people would run. He said if we put the alarm, he said if we rang the alarm, people would run towards the fire. I'm like, are you well, fucking? Shit? Are you like, dude? Did you say well, that out well, loud? Well, check this out, though, Reese. He didn't sound the alarm, and people still ran towards the fire. So, it, it, so the, the thing is, you put the alarm there for a fire. Why wouldn't you yeah, the, use well, the, the alarm? Well, the alarm is actually no for matter, the, alarm, the alcohol is actually for for um, volcanoes. But it doesn't matter. The alarm's there as a public well, service a warning to alert alarm. people when something's right. wrong. Yeah, it's a warning alarm, yes. So let me tell you something. So even down here during uh, that situation we were talking about earlier, they were asking, well, why you didn't put the, uh, the citizen that you couldn't, that couldn't leave the city on the, on the, uh, the cruise boats that were sitting out there? Why you guys right. couldn't send a ship like and the school time? buses? Why you didn't put them on planes? Why you didn't put them on trucks before the waters came in? And the same thing, again, it's, it's a government failure. And they already knew. Exactly. Like, the, the President of the United States had already signed a declaration of uh, disaster before it even came. So these governments sit back and watch and allow these things to happen. And then when it's, it's so time true. to calculate the debt, look, and then when it's time to calculate the debt, it's going to be way lower than the number so say to happen because they can't find all the people in the bodies that so say it were missing. So... Yeah, yeah I, 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 you know, I, I, that's the problem. Yeah, yeah and I don't, I don't know about government failure, Reese. I, you know, because government failure is you put in the wrong procedure for something like, let's say, the um, the alarm or the siren in Maui. Yeah. If the government said, if the government said, look, and they put in a procedure that says, oh, you sound the alarms only an hour or two hours after the you know there's an emergency, that's a government failure. But if the process is solid, if they say, hey, once we know, you know, we have to alert the citizens, and then somebody doesn't do it, that's somebody else, something else is going on. Because the government procedures are correct, but somebody else is making decisions 
somebody right. high enough to and make that's the what this was. people not to listen. Like, like sending kids and that's home what this from school was. and then, you know, like, this I'm was, like, this was sending, a, listen, this, this was a logistical error by the guy in charge of the alarm system, which is why he resigned. It was, he wasn't told to do anything. It was a failure of him to use his own instinct or to make an executive decision on his own. But unfortunately, you have to call that government because he's a representative of, right? So it's a government failure because he represents the government as a government official. So he failed to do that. So again, and, and using Charles, Charles is um, a, a what's an example with Ray Nagin. He was asked by Ted Koppel, I'll never forget that in 2005. Ted Koppel showed him, it, no, sorry, um, Tom Brokaw showed Ray Nagin during the interview aerial footage of all of these yellow school buses that were flooded in water. And, t- and Tom Brokaw asked Ray, Mayor Ray Nagin, you had all of these buses here for people to be evacuated days before the hurricane hit, made landfall. Why didn't you use anyone? He says, well, we didn't have enough bus drivers. I said, wait a minute. You had people inside the Superdome. Those buses, they're not diesel. Even if they are diesel buses, most of them are automatic. All you had to do was go into the Superdome and make an announcement, is there anyone who could drive a school bus? You'd have had everybody on a school bus and evacuated two days before. They never bothered. They never bothered. And that, again, is a government logistical error. You don't have an evacuation plan, and and that's why you have failures. You live by the levees. You complain about the levees all the time. These are all fabrics of your living in New Orleans. So you're complaining about the, the structural uh, integrity of the levees after the fact? Why was no one checking it before? And how is it Bush's fault, which is what Mayor Nagin tried to do, why is it Bush's fault that the levees weren't fortified? That's a local issue. And how do we know that? Because when George Bush asked the governor of Louisiana whether or not we, he should bring in the National Guard to assist them, they told him no. And you want to know why they told him no? Because they didn't want George W. Bush to get any credit for them get, getting bailed out by George W. Bush. It was political. They wanted George Bush to look like an animal, and they got it at the let cost me, of lives. Let me, let me say this. I would tell you why they didn't need you anyway, and I'm going to be honest with you. They didn't want to flood the inner city of New Orleans. They wanted the inner city of New Orleans to stay intact. So they blew the levy on purpose. This is my personal belief. All those levies have not made different. But this one ship made it through the canal and made its way down to the lower night ward. Of all the places. And it's not easy to get a big ship down a canal. But this one ship is happy to make it down there. This one levy, this one area was blew up and flooded again. It, it's it's kind of ironic that this happened. You know why I believe you, Charles? Charles, let me tell you why I believe you. What did Ray Nagin end up going to jail for? Do you remember? Uh, um, Stealing the funds, really, wasn't it? No, No fund contracts. He was giving contracts. He was gilding building contracts. To people, he was giving oh. no bill, no, no. Um, well, he brought some big hitters in there too. Look, yeah, he, big he, he was. I, I, I he was that, giving he no bid contracts. That's right. He was giving no bid contracts to to developers so they can re, so they can rebuild freaking New Orleans and gave him kickbacks 
Floyd. Yeah, That's yes, what he ended sir. up going yes, to jail. And he tried to put his, one of his sons under the bus in the process with one of backfiring. That's why I believe you that he let that shit go to hell just so he could get those no-bid contracts where he could line his fucking pockets and he got busted. And let me say this right quick. This is what I'm saying about with politics and business. So Red Nigga came from Cox Cable where he was making a five-figure salary, real high five-figure salary, to come down to take a married position. He went from a five high five-figure salary, no, I'm sorry, six-figure salary, to come down to be a mayor of a city where he wasn't even making no less clear money he was making before. Why would he do that if it wasn't for something else that was going to gain something in the back end? I agree. I agree. I'm in. I agree. And that's the problem people have with business people trying to get the political game because they know it's got to be bigger than – because when you have a businessman, he knows a lot of ins and outs. He knows who to deal with, what their needs are, everything else. He's dealt with a lot of people. And then when you yeah. hit that person and you put him in a, in a pot where he can have political say-so, that's a dangerous mm-hmm. dude. A female yeah, or I won't be dangerous person. I will, not, I will not be surprised if Josh Green, the governor of Mount, governor of Hawaii, I will not be surprised if a couple of years down the road, this dude is caught out there just like Ray Nagin, just like Kwame Kilpatrick. I put any amount of money in. There's a likelihood this dude's going to get caught up in the same thing in a no-bid contract lining his pocket fucking deal to rebuild Maui. Without a doubt, I see it coming. Wow. I don't know, man. I mean, I, I... So let me ask you like, like, like I said, but you know what, Reese? Like, like I told, uh, like I said to Yusef, people are more aware now. So some of the people, oh, yeah. you know, they're gonna they're they're going to you know kind of brush off and say, oh, that's this conspiracy theory. But people are more aware. Um, there are a lot of Hawaiians that are, were there that are telling their story. Right, and people are talking about this, and they're not letting any. You know, it doesn't seem like they're letting this thing go without being noticed. Um, so, I think the awareness is is probably the thing that impressed me the most. How people jumped on it from the beginning and said something's not right here. Oh yeah, um, absolutely. I mean, listen, it's it's the the best the best thing that could ever happen. In, in our country, I mean, I say it's like a good omen and a bad omen, is social media. Mm-hmm. So even though there are some people who are throwing some conspiracies out there, people can't really do shit in the cover of darkness. because the, And the one reason why the news media hate um, alternative like news organizations is because they, they can't control the narrative. So now you have citizen journalists who can catch people, you know, it, you know under the cover of darkness, saying shit that they don't want the rest of the world to know, and they get caught out there in these hidden camera videos. And, and that's why I love it, because I love the idea that there are people out there exposing these people for exactly the crooks that they are. Uh, and, and people need to watch them, because I don't, like I said, I don't rely on mainstream media at all. I stopped watching Fox. I'm fucking done with them. Really? Why? Why do why? Yo, dude, I don't watch. When they got rid of Tucker Carlson, I was finished. Uh, when they got rid of Tucker Carlson, I couldn't. I couldn't. Bear, I couldn't bear with them anymore. 
Couldn't bear with them anymore. <laughs> Pardon me. Do they still? I haven't watched them. I haven't watched. Well, I don't. I don't really watch TV, man. I don't really. Okay. Well, no. Um, let, let me tell you. The whole thing was. I warned everybody a long time ago. People kept saying Rupert Murdoch is a Republican. I'm like, obviously, you're new to this. Rupert Murdoch has always been a Democrat. He throws his money around just like any other fucking billionaire, right? He throws his money around anywhere he can that's beneficial. He hired Roger Ailes because Roger Ailes used to work under the Reagan administration. Roger Ailes had this idea, let's do a conservative network that's the antithesis of CNN and MSNBC. Of course, Rupert Murdoch gives him the money to do that, starts the network in 1990. A couple of years later, it's number one. It's been number one, I think, like when Bill O'Reilly was there, it was number one for over like 20 years, right, since his existence from 96. So it's been killing it in the ratings because obviously there's an appetite for conservative news. Everybody's hated. They called it no real news, blah, blah, blah. So now Roger Ailes is dead. Rupert Murdoch is getting old. So he gives it to his son, Lachlan and Michael. Go look up who Lachlan and Michael are and just ask yourself whether or not Fox News is a conservative network anymore, because it's not. When they got the, the part of that defamation case against with Dominion, a part of that mm-hmm. settlement was $787 million, and you have to fire Tucker Carlson. And when Rupert Murdoch hmm. jumped at the chance to do that, that's what I knew. They've been bought and sold because even Lachlan Murdoch in an interview said, and I quote, we need to make Fox News more mainstream, like MSNBC and CNN, which are not mainstream. They're leftists. And once I heard that, I was like, okay. Yeah, I mean, so do you still watch, what, what was that guy's name that used to be on there? I don't know if he's still on there. Uh, Sean, Bill O'Reilly? Uh, oh, Sean no, Hannity? Uh, yeah, yeah. Is he still there? Hate, hate Sean Hannity's show. I won't you watch him. Me. I won't listen to him. He is annoying <laughs> as fuck, and he just does the same talking points over and over again. He is nothing more than a fucking, like, he, he, he just put the show on repeat. Whatever he's doing on Monday, he's doing on Friday, and it's annoying. The reason why he has to keep changing it up with a live audience is because nothing he says is interesting anymore. Wow. He's not even controversial. He's not Whatever even controversial. he's doing on Monday, he's doing on Friday. <laughs> yep. it's a, it's, it is annoying. <laughs> I liked it that one. That baby laugh. All right, Reese, you're doing good today, Reese. Thank you, sir. Yeah, but he just he kills. I mean, he just kills me with the most boring shit ever. Now, this kid Jesse Waters, I knew him back when he was an intern for Bill O'Reilly. He used to be a line producer for Bill O'Reilly. When I was with Star and Buck mm-hmm. Wild, when Star used to be Star used to be on Bill O'Reilly's show all the time, and I would go down to the studio with him to do his little hits with Bill O'Reilly. And Jesse Waters was like, he and I used to email each other all the time. I knew that kid was going to be on. He was going to be on Fox News. That kid was like hardcore like Fox Newsy dude, he wanted to be on the air so bad. And then Bill O'Reilly gave him his own little Waters World segment. I knew he was on his way. But his show is actually pretty good from what I hear. But it's, it's you know, it's kind of campy. It's not my cup of tea. Like, you can be funny, but he's trying too hard. He clearly has writers. And I like that guy Gutfeld. His books are really good. But I can't watch the network anymore. I just can't. I can't. 
I'm to be honest with you, I find myself watching CNN and MSNBC more than I watch Fox right now. Yeah, I mean, um, this whole thing is just, and it's going to get wild before the, the election, if, if we oh, even baby. have an election. If we oh, even baby. have an election. The, and I, I'm going to leave the that The story with you. that I heard, <laughs> the story that I heard about this recording with Joe Biden that's coming out next month, baby, I'm, I'm telling you, I'm strapped into my seat. I can't wait. Apparently, they've got tapes of Joe Biden that is so incriminating, he may not last till he may be out by Thanksgiving. The dates in itself yeah. in which they uh, set for Trump to go to trial is already letting you see that it's going to be a show. They're building it. Oh, that's right, because Fulton County is going to be televised. Right, they're building yeah. it up for a perfect show. Oh, I told, I mean, I keep telling you guys, this is all what they're doing with Trump is all a TV show, and they're gonna pull oh, yeah. so many of course people it into is. that. Oh to, my to, God, to, it's, it's gonna be a ratings bonanza. It is, and they're gonna get all these eyes on this whole thing, and people are gonna go nuts with it, and the people. Oh, they're going to get so much money from advertisers. Dude, you know what they're comparing it to, Potter? Potter, do you know what I heard it compared to yesterday on the Wall Street Journal? Somebody said, holy shit, we got the OJ trial all over again. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) Oh, yeah. You know what I compare it to? I compare it to when you look at societies or the world and – people that ruled the world at certain periods of time and how they fell. Just like how you read about what happened in Africa is now happening in America. How, how America became divided and fell. I hope I said, I said how Africa became divided and fell is now how America, because you see Trump fighting his own American law. They're using Trump to to, to uh, they're using the law to fight Trump, and Trump said, "Fuck your law. I see it this way." So there's a debate on how the forefathers saw the law and how the the generation today see the law, and it seems like it could be amended at any given time, or there's a gray area at any given time you decide to make it fit for you. And that's what Trump is doing. Yeah, I agree with you on one it. level. I agree, I agree with you on one level because Jack Smith is charging Donald Trump with defrauding the American citizens, right? Defrauding the United States. Now, think about the charge of this, right? He's defrauding the United States because he refused to concede the 2020 election, right? He refused to suggest that he lost. That's the defrauding. So in essence, he's being charged that makes for no, lying. That, exactly. That charge makes no exactly. sense. That charge, exactly. It's such a stupid. It's such a stupid charge. Exactly. Like, it's, it's exactly. Like because you because you won't come out and say that you lost, you need to go to jail. Right. It's like that's a defraud. Right. I, defrauding the United States is suggesting that a politician lied. So I'm like, wait a minute, dude. Like Dick Blumenthal lied about going to going to Vietnam. He should be in jail right now. They're going to use public opinion 
to decide what, what about what you, on exactly, what to do with Trump. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Bill Clinton said Trump I did not to be the villain. Yeah. What did Bill Clinton say? Up and I then did let not, the American people decide. I did not have sexual relations with that woman, Miss Lewinsky. Jail time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, Ronald Reagan said I can't remember. Ronald That's right. Reagan I can't recall. I can't remember. That's right. I can't, I can't recall. recall. Jail time. So, so the, the point is, whenever it, it depends on who the lawyers are. That's what it yeah. seems like it depends on. <laughs> what was it that Joe yeah. Biden said recently? He said he grew up with Puerto Rican jail time. It's just ridiculous. The charges are ridiculous. Joe. Oh, That's what I said, was, Jack Smith. There, was, there, there, wasn't a, there was an insurrection, and Donald Trump called for the people to run inside the... Like, yeah. and it wasn't... I'm so still like... What? Well, like, I said that to Jay King. I said, Jay King, if he told people to storm the Capitol, why is it the news media playing that clip on a loop every day? Like, if you have that, you got the – he did, gave a speech for an hour and a half. Where's the clip mm-hmm. that he said that? And I would play that every day and just say, see, he told them to storm the Capitol. Oh. But the one thing that he told them to say, he says, you'll be, I heard you'll be marching down to the Capitol – to peacefully and patriotically have your voices be heard. And I'm like, are you really trying to, to, to equate that to storming the castle, dude? Like, stop. Yeah. <laughs> oh, he, he, I mean, he, the, the he is a demigod. He is a demigod. He is that. You can't take that. Yeah, but he has to be, though. He has to be because you got, you know, listen, you got people clearly inciting worse, right? You take Chuck. You take Chuck Schumer versus Donald Trump. Peacefully and patriotically, go to the Capitol to have your voices be heard. Chuck Schumer, Neil Gorsuch, Brett Kavanaugh. If you don't vote our way, you will reap the whirlwind. You won't know what hits you. Now I'm hearing both of them, and I'm going, dude. Donald Trump's the violent guy. It's just like yeah. Now, I mean, when I use, it's just like it's just like when I flip words. And say toss up, and people look at snitchy poo as a little trick. <laughs> Why are you going and it's off just time? A play on words. You was doing good, Kente. You was doing good, Kente. You was doing good, nigga. I'm trying to throw that name in. Now I'm going to put your punk ass on mute, nigga. Fuck you. <laughs> fuck you. You got here fucking up. But you was doing good. What did Matt say? You had to come up here. Act like you can hang with Potter and Reese, nigga. You thought you can hang with Potter and Reese. Conversation, nigga. Yo, shit was fucked up. Nigga, I got you. Fuck you, nigga. Mute you, nigga, is what you need to say. Mute you, nigga. Mute you. My favorite part was Maxine Waters said, and I quote, when you see any one of his cabinet out and about, you form a crowd and get in their faces. Now, the part about that, that now, again, first of all, she's giving people an Here action. Here John Beckman. Form a crowd. I let John Beckman in. He wants to yeah, join in on form, the white conversation. Right. <laughs> form a crowd and oh get, God, listen sorry. to me, form a crowd and get in their faces. Now, when I hear that, 
it always reminds me of something that Star used to do back on Star and Buck Wild. So somebody would say, hey, Star, we're having a party down at such and such. And Star would, we would say, yo, no, no, don't promote your shit on the air. And, and they'd be like, why not? And we're like, listen, if we promote your shit on the air and people are inclined to go down there, like if it's not paid for and we're just telling people, yeah, go to this event, if they get down there and let's say a shooting takes place, people could then hold us liable for saying we told you to go down there and you ended up losing your life or getting hurt. So we don't do that unless it's actual paid advertising. That's why they tell us not to do it on the air. So you got a politician telling her constituents, if you see your opposition, form a crowd, get in their faces, and let them know that they're not welcome. Now imagine if one of those idiots in the crowd actually brings a gun or brings a knife. Maxine Waters is held liable. But you're going to compare that with going to the Capitol, marching peacefully and patriotically to let your voice be heard, and you're going to say those two things are similar? Yeah, I mean, the, the, charges, the charges from what I saw are just pure garbage. That's why I said that this is a TV show. It's a TV That's show. That's why he's everybody wrote in. Yep. I mean, it's, it's, it's to get everybody on both sides charged up and watching. And just buying into this and getting emotional about it and all this kind of stuff. Like, I know. I really? Know. Like, I know. Like, I know. With all the stuff. Unfortunately. <laughs> I'm sorry, Potter. What but unfortunately, is. dude, people, if you watch my show, you people tell me all the time, it's like, dude, you are having way too much fun. I'm like, dude, that's because I live for this shit. I need the Like, my radio show lives off this fucking chaos. I know everybody else is, like, taking sides, but me, I just want it because it's great for radio. For me, I'm no, like, I don't give a fuck. I want that Reece, shit for radio. Reese, you're in media, so you're excuse. I mean, you have, a, you have a business that you're trying to run. You're trying to get your name out there. That's different. Like, you have a different motive. I'm talking about just everybody else that's just looking and getting all emotional about this stuff, and I'm just like, yeah. Why? <laughs> There's so much. Well, what it is, done, what it man. is, like I said, what it is, like I said at the beginning, is that when they set up the foundation of this country, and they and they and they raided other civilizations to find out how to build a nation, they knew their time is up and their time is up now. And at that time, when they read the writings and building this country, it was described. As a harlot, this country is described in writing, ancient writing, sacred writing, as a harlot, which is a bitch, which is a hoe. And Trump is, treat, Trump is a big pimp treating America just like she need to be treated, like a bitch, like a hoe, like a tramp. And Trump is that motherfucker to do it. Yeah, and, and and I think we gotta understand that. Like, for people just getting emotional and they're not thinking. Like, some somebody said, oh, they gotta get Trump because he doesn't pay any taxes. I'm well, like, well, Carter, you gotta well, remember like, you when talk- Trump. We gotta remember when Trump went over to Canada, he pimp slapped your uh, president when he went over there. So he got pimping in him. <laughs> yeah, he treated he treated Godot. What's his, what's his name? What's his name? Godot. He pushed him how. out the fucking way. He said, get out the fucking way. Move. Yeah. Man. He, <laughs> he should have had Ludacris on there. <laughs> 
he pimps, and that and that's how Trump is treating America right now, treating her just like she's supposed to be treated. Give her what she wants. Treat her like she's supposed to be treated. That bitch, that harlot, that slut, that manipulator of all people. That's what America is. People just can't hey, listen. When people were talking about they should get get Trump for not paying taxes, I'm like, people are really just not educated on tax. Listen, if somebody's not paying taxes legally, instead of getting mad at them, you need to be asking them, how do you do that? Because I want to do that. Like, like <laughs> the reason that wealthy people don't pay taxes is because they don't own anything. They don't have anything in their name. That jet that mansion in Malibu and all that kind of stuff, that's not in their name. So how can you tax them when they don't own it? They control it. You know what? But they, they, the but they work the system. Taking they over work this the country. system. It yep. ain't pay, homeless ain't paying no taxes. It's living where you can't fuck with them. You can't fuck with them on the streets, according to your law. You got to let right. them be. They ain't got to yep. pay no tax. They're just as equivalent, just like the vandals, the barbarians, the the all those other tribes that came over and took over Rome. America is a is a tribe that's taken over. I mean, uh, uh, the homeless is a tribe comparable to the tribes in ancient Rome. That the reason why Rome fell, the homeless is taken over. And you know what, you, you, Seth, and I know you didn't do this on purpose, but you actually came up with a great analogy. When you go to somebody who's homeless, you can't tax them because they don't own anything. Motherfucker, right? how the you going to say I don't know what I was doing when I did? I did <laughs> because I piggybacked on you. I piggy, what the fuck you see? You don't know what you said to trigger. You want to be sure you know what you said. Shut the fuck up. You don't know anything. You got to sit up hey, you and bite off of it. I know you got to go, Nicole. Hey, you, hey, you, you better be careful because you know she's under um, you, uh, Ali's tutelage now. So you got to be careful. Oh, yeah. She's a so, double um, agent. I didn't peep her out. <laughs> I, I saw, when I, I, I stood up and saw her coming. And I saw bullshit coming right my way. I said, look at this bullshit. And I pointed her in that direction. Bullshit goes in that you direction. You is nothing but a trick. She was, motherfucker, no. how much of a, let's, let's compare that. You're in Vegas, I'm in Sacramento. Where's the strip? Well, I apologize in Vegas, right? that to you, make you be in yeah, Sacramento. I can't help that you're in that trick shit here. You're the biggest trick here on the biggest Broadway, right there in Vegas. <laughs> You, you can't help it if they you, make you stay in Sacramento. You, you fucking colonizer. You're a colonizer. I think we have better weed here in Las Vegas than Sacramento. Colonizer. Right you confederate. <laughs> you con artist. That's so, what you are. So the point, the you, point I was trying to make tricky. was that the, the, the homeless people don't have anything to tax. And the very wealthy, through legal means, through trust and offshore corporations and all that kind of stuff, they don't have anything to tax either because they don't own it. They don't have it in their name. Right? Well, so neither, when people say does, Donald Trump has a hustler on the street. And, and the hustler yeah, exactly. the don't have it on their name either. They put it in their exactly. mama name. Exactly. So, so 
that if that's the name of the game, then people need to be paying attention to that, right? To how the laws are written for the United States, not the United States of America, but for the United States, those two different things. For the United States, um, they need to pay attention to how the laws are written. And if we need to take advantage, which I'm, I, I won't even say on this <laughs> publicly, but maybe we need to see how we can take advantage of it too. How do they do it? Because well, they're doing look it legally. at who wrote the laws. Look at the forefathers. Who are the forefathers? What is the foundation of this country? The, what is the vision of this country when it was established? You can see very clearly they were inadequate. They they were they were not adept to do such a thing. And I'm going to give you that's an what, example. That's why we have what are known as amendments. That, well, this, I'm glad is, you said is, we. I'm glad because you associated yourself with that trick, bitch. No, just like you are. Hey, you and you me. know you. No, we're talking about the fucking government. You and me. I'm a, you I'm and I are connected a, to the hippies. No, Jeff. no, no, you, no. You I'm and I citizen. are brothers from another I mother. I am a citizen and, of this world. And I love you. I'm a you. citizen of this yeah. world. I'm not uh, here I'm gonna tell you for your love. In fact, I'm going to call you Yusef Beckman moving forward because you're my brother. <laughs> Thank you, Yusef Beckman. <laughs> well, you no, can't move forward no. without that. Uh, and we have Potter hey, hey. Beckman as well added. That's right. No, I have no, my no. sister, Nicole Beckman. I always wanted a sister named Nicole. So welcome, Mrs. Nicole Beckman. Nicole. Shit, I even have a... <laughs> I even have Ali Beckman here. I love that guy. He does great yard work. Don't, don't get your motherfucking ass <laughs> muted, nigga. Hey, hey, hey. nigga, you're gonna be a motherfucking mute mute man. That's what you're gonna be. I apologize, Ali Beckman. You show sure better, nigga. You don't change no nigga name like Ali, nigga. Ain't no Beckman. No, I, I didn't change yeah. your name. I just added. We're not fucking with you like that, nigga. Now, God damn it, I didn't already moved you up for white man well, the nigga. You should be happy. Well, how do you, huh? you, you want to fuck with me? I don't even want the world to talk to me. If you're not I'll fucking be, with me like that, how do you want to fuck with me? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you yeah, did nigga. give him too much credit, Ali, calling him a nigga. You did. Yeah, I moved him up. Hey, you, sir. This is, and this is part of how the game works. This is a small part of the game. So you said, if you, if you, Yusef, and you said, hey, Steve, I want a foreign, I want a foreign trust. Let me use your address. So you use my address, and you create a foreign trust, and then you get an EIN number for it, a business number for it, for a foreign trust, right? Not associated with your tax, with your Social Security number at all. And then you open up a business or a trust in the United States in Sacramento somewhere. When you file your paperwork, you don't use your Social Security number. You use your, the EIN number from this trust up here. Now you have a whole separate credit. It, it has nothing to do with your Social Security number. It's a business that's set up, or your bank account, everything is set up parallel. It doesn't touch anything. It doesn't even see your Social Security number. Now you have a whole nother lease of life. You can put stuff all in your business name 
you can put it in the trust. I mean, you can hide it, and then you don't owe. Then your tax liability is different. So they play these games, man, and I, I think that people need to focus on that instead of, like, the surface stuff. Like, hey, Jeff Bezos doesn't pay any taxes. The question should be why. How does he do this? How can he? How can he do? How can he not pay taxes? And I think that needs to be the story in the discussion because the government, not the fact that people, people that's richer than America, man, America is bald. That's why no, they America teach in Maui. Well, not they're, America. That's their the United bald. States. America is the bald already. Is broke. So they move their plan over to Maui. Take over that you land. Remember, it's about land. Congress gave. Remember, they were given. 10 square miles in which to do their business. That's the United States, the corporate United States. They were given 10 square miles by law. That's Washington, D.C. They were given 10 square Man, miles to you, do their if business. You, and if you even and, look at these, these uh, games that they play on video now, empire building, it's all about land, man. It's the same principle. Uh, Putin went to war for what? To take back what is his. What is that? Land. America. Okay, we're going to move people. on. We're going to move on from that now. We got Lambert here. He's going to tell us about the cheesecakes in Del Paso Heights. What's up, Lambert? Ooh, well, I, actually, I actually didn't call about cheesecakes. Everybody should know about that. I'm trying to comment on what, what's being said. First of all, shout out to Brother Yusuf. And uh, the whole Kings in the morning, Queens in the morning, who's on the show. But I wanted to comment on a couple things. First, I'm going back to New Orleans, Katrina. They did blow those uh, levees up. They went back down in there, scuba divers, and found out that they did. They found burn marks down there. And I know a lot of people in New Orleans who told me that they wanted that land. That's why they blew it up like that. Uh, as far as what what happened in the Capitol, I'm going by what my eyes saw. I don't go by what people tell me. I, I know what I saw. And as a person who had personally attended the Million Man March, first of all, they had the National Guard on alert. That was Bill Clinton. They had the National Guard on alert. We hadn't even got to town yet. Now, here's some people that went into a building shooting people, hurting people, and all of a sudden now people are trying to tell us that something that we didn't see. It doesn't matter to me who organized it. It happened. And I didn't see anybody really getting shot. I saw a lot of police running upstairs, but they had guns. And so to me, they should have been shooting people. Why wait? What you got a gun for? Well, no, I'm not finished. Well, I'm not finished, and I'll deal with what you said. Uh, Me personally, I don't uh, put my—I don't want to make my life like some people who who are are, don't have integrity or honor. Why would I want to learn from them? I rather learn from somebody like Snoop Dogg, who was just in Sacramento last Friday. That's somebody who pimping the system. He came in semi-pimping. Now he went back and bought death row. And what is the first thing he said he was going to do? I'm going to send a big check to Suge Knight's family. Why? Because without no Suge Knight, 
it wouldn't have been any Snoop Dogg. That's why he's having success, and I would patronize myself behind E-40. And if you get a chance, go look at Goon Spoon Products, and you'll see another black man that's pimping this system without harming people. So shout out to you, brother Yusuf. You're on the right track. Thank you. Well, that's because I'm from SAC, and that's where you at. So it's us together, I and I. He said. He said. He said. Shout out to Snoop, not shout out to Yusuf Kente. <laughs> well, well, shout out to both of them and E for it. Shout out to, to uh, Louis Farrakhan Senior. I mean, he's a man that organized a gathering that was the most peaceful, organized, and we we didn't leave any litter. They didn't have enough trash cans, or we wouldn't have left one piece of paper on the ground. And they treated us like we were going to burn down D.C. We came down there to get it done, and we did. And I'll never forget coming back to Sacramento. It was women coming up to black men saying, you know, congratulations. They didn't even know us. It was inspirational. Go ahead, brother. You know, moreover, moreover, Lambert, that slogan – Million Man is so used now with big gathering of people. You know, you had the you had right after that Million Woman, and then right. it, I saw a little. I saw something here. You know, you have little spurts about individual states doing trying to get million people this. I had back to school where they had, you know, black black fathers bring their daughters to school. Million Man. You know, with the with black fathers on that image, so that slogan "Million Man" is one of the, one of the most popular slogans that has been uh, coined in our imagination well, right now. At this yeah, because I think even the conservatives and the Republicans tried to do a million something, million man or something. Well, they always copy us. We're original. Yeah. They copy us because right. we're original. But, we're original but I, thinkers. And I was there too, by the way. I was there. Well, was a lot there. of people um, say they were there when it's over. I'm at, but uh, I have I proof there, that I was there. I have proof and that I, have I was proof there. I have proof too because I have plenty of pictures and videos. Well, no, I'm not trying to compete with you. I'm just saying there are a lot of people <laughs> who have told me I was there. And when I ask them, where did you stay? Then they get quiet, and when they ask me where did I stay, I say I stayed in Camp Springs, Maryland, right across the street from Andrews Air Force Base. I didn't even know Andrews Air Force Base was there. That's just the only hotel I could find, and then I hustled from there to get to D.C. I always ask people, where did you stay? And if they get quiet, Brother Yusuf, I just move on. Yeah, just, just, just move on. They didn't stay. I actually went on that Friday. I was trying to move down to D.C. at the time, and I went to – I was supposed to have an interview at MCI. I'll never forget it. MCI on that Friday, and they canceled, they canceled the interview. Um, and so I just – I hung out. I was going to the Million Man March anyway, so I hung out that weekend. And um, I was staying with a guy I went to school with. He's actually a roommate of mine for a little while when I was, you know, in university. And 
we went down, man. It was just that that weekend was magical, man. When you went out to the clubs, like all the celebrities was there, like you was bumping into celebrities, and the brothers that were there, it was interesting because you was, you know, usually you step on somebody's feet, everything was crowded, man. When you went out that weekend, and you step on somebody's feet, usually there's you know a look or you know you have some words or whatever. Man, that weekend everybody was like, no problem, brother, you know this and that, you know so blah blah blah. I mean, it was well, it was a, it was a spiritual. Was it was a spiritual gathering by a very spiritual man. They don't give right. Louis Farrakhan Senior his juice. Yeah, it was, it was atonement. You're right. You're right, brother. You said yeah. It was atonement. That's why. It yeah, was. It was, was under was, the spirit of atonement. That's true. It was. It was a. It was a great. It was a great weekend, man. It was a great weekend. Well, and, it actually um, wasn't even on the Monday. weekend. I'm not trying no, to be no, disrespectful. No, it wasn't no, no, no. on the weekend. It was on finish. a Monday. You didn't let me finish. I know. Because I don't know anything about weekend. a great weekend. I came in it there was for a Monday great, myself. It was, it, was, it was a great weekend. It, it was, rained I mean, that weekend. Young. How could it be great? It rained it until was a, Monday. It was a wonderful Man, it was a wonderful week. Come on, man. These facts don't sound right, brother. You see, it rained all Sunday. All weekend. It rained. Then it was sunny Monday, and then it rained Tuesday when I caught my flight out of D.C. I was there. Listen, I had so much fun that weekend. Yeah, that has nothing to do with the weather. No, no, I'm talking about, well, I'm not talking to a white person. I'm talking to black people who were there. That's who was there. You know, I was talking to white people like, like you ain't. Don't bother me, none shit. Yeah, but see, no, see, in this, in that, white, I, I never could. Right. For the record, and for the record, for the record, I don't concern myself with a race that's dying off. You're a dying breed. So I'm aligning myself with the people who are growing. I don't waste my time with that. Yo, breed is not one of them, not a Negro. Get your life together. That's an actual fact. That's a, like, yeah, well, you don't have to, brother. You already said you had a good time in the rain, so I, I don't understand great, that anyway. I had a great time because I'm in my 20s, and all we did was go out and party. Well, it used so to sound like he, that, that we were in two different cities to me. No. The rain was very cleansing. I ended up moving down a month later. I lived in D.C. for eight years after that. So I don't know what you're it's, talking about. Congratulations. Like, it was a, I was just and, there and 72 that, hours, and that was it. And, and on top of that. I saw a lot of poverty in D.C., too, that surprised me oh, yeah, I saw by the White House. Oh, yeah, I saw a lot of poverty in D.C. I saw a lot of poverty while I was there. That surprised me. Yeah, a lot of poverty is in D.C. But Yeah, but D.C.'s changed now. That's another thing. Not necessarily for the better either. Harlem too, but I, that's another discussion. But um, I'm telling you, man, that, that was a that was a magical. That whole experience was magical for me. That, that whole weekend. time it really was a, a renaissance. It was a renaissance. Man, it was the consciousness, just like you had the Harlem Renaissance in that period. The move, during that the time move. of the Million Man March, it was a it was a renaissance in these times. And and that million man, you had at that same time you had the Malcolm X uh, spirit, you know, coming up. You had people with the X uh, hats or symbols, and you had the million man. It was a consciousness. 
that was taking the, place. Listen, it was it was a great it was a great time. And then on Monday, because I was standing with with my former college roommate Kwame Sarpong, and we were going down from Silver Spring into D.C. on Monday, and the signs, people on both sides of the street on Georgia Avenue, the signs and 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 the women were out. Man, it was great. Now, one interesting thing I did observe and I heard before before the march. What happened was they were asking women to stay away, and I kind of knew why they were asking women to stay. Like I kind of that's not true. Like, that's not true. No, no. Hold on, hold on. Let because me uh, Mrs. Mrs. Rosa Parks, she spoke at the Million Man March. So did I can't think of the other lady, and it was I'm a not lawyer talking about, that I'm not behind talking about the teachers. scenes. It was that's for. Not, Men, actually. What's wrong with men right. getting together? Women get together. What's wrong with men getting together for a day of atonement? Right. It was so not pushing women member. out. It was trying to I get men to come together. That's it. Remember, he, he, remember. He's not going to let you finish your thing. point. He's not I'm saying the same thing. Point. I don't so know why you even why wasting you your breath. Because he, he, he don't want to let nobody finish their point. He's so busy trying to be right. No, no, I'm not Listen. trying to be right. I was there. I don't have to be right. I have so, an well, actual okay, I fact. I get that, but you, you're, not even, you're not even allowing anybody to finish their thoughts. What do, you, what, do you, what do you think as a white woman about the Million Man Mark? <laughs> finish your point. Can I finish my point? No point. I, I, like I know you don't. That's why I'm not listening to so, you. So we were. Yeah, I so wasn't we were, the one that so they, was talking that you were interrupting. Okay, go so ahead, we were, uh, Potter. Go ahead. Yes. So they asked women to stay away from the mark. And I under I kind of understood why. So we're standing there, and I forget who was on stage talking. And we're standing there, and these, <laughs> I'll never forget it. These two women came down. I mean, they had, when I say booty short, I mean, everything was hanging out. And as they walked down, they kind of made their way down in front of uh, um, me and my friends. They kind of walked by. And... I was like, yeah, this is inappropriate. But then I looked around me at see how many, you know, like guys, and I saw all the guys like gawking, like taking their eyes off. I saying a lot of guys, but some of the guys were like, y'all shouldn't be here. Some of the guys yelled out, y'all shouldn't be here. Y'all need to leave and this and that because it was obvious they were coming there for attention, I mean, with what they had on so or what they didn't have on, I should say. So at that point, I understood. Well, maybe like, yeah, maybe I, they I, were looking I, for I, tricks. I can't watch. Maybe they were looking for make, tricks. Make, well, either way, sound like they found one. Sound like they found one to me, Yusuf. I think what happened. That's why they made a song is, about it. They they called it "Every Little Place I Go." Remember, remember when Warren G <laughs> said, "I saw this girl that was in my video. That was in Snoop. Was at the Million Man March." You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So yeah, that I woman, and, that and woman I, that was there. It, that woman that was there was just as equivalent, like in the Matrix. Remember when yeah, and they put the girl in the red dress there. They yep. put them there. Those are glitches to take. Just you said the perfect statement to take your eyes off the prime. Yep. Yep. The eyes, and because you know you got to be laser focused when it comes. It's, it's a time of consecration. See, to really go through and really get the meaning of the rites of passage experience that you're going to get from that, it is best to be consecrated first, to go through certain 
levels to be able to keep your eye on the prize because glitches will be around you. Be around you. Yeah, now. and and that's the whole thing with attention, you sir. That that's what I'm saying. It take wherever your attention goes, where energy flows, where your attention goes, as they say. So mm-hmm. it, it was just like your attention is just totally off, and it and I'm I'm seeing guys like looking like whoa. Uh, you know, like, but some guys were like telling them to leave. So, either way, your attention is your focus is off. Your intention is off. Is you know. So, hey, hey, Potter, can I yeah, ask you a question? Can I ask you a question? Go did ahead. you hear? Did you hear Mrs. Rosa Parks speak that day? I did. I think I heard part of it. I heard part of it because we were we were kind of in and out, and one of the things that. I didn't, there's a lot of speakers, and there's some speakers I couldn't hear that well. So well, that's ironic. It, it, that's ironic because did you hear Louis Farrakhan's speech? Yes, yes. Because his speech moved, didn't go no, in and out, no, and neither did Mrs. Rosa Parks. Mrs. Rosa Parks. I said, I said, we, brother, I said used we to, she spoke there that day. She spoke, and she received a round spoke. of applause from the men there because we realized. Who she was? That's Mrs. Rosa Parks, and she oh, spoke. I and I remember what she talked about. She said she was very proud of all of the black men she was looking at, uh-huh. and she wished her husband was alive because he was a fighter. A lot of people have misinterpreted what happened, and because I was there, I stand firm on what I saw and heard. I've seen pretty, I've seen pretty women all over the world, but I was bred and taught that there's a time and place for everything. I wasn't really looking at, you know, women and what they were dressed in. I came to learn something from the speakers myself, and also studied Washington D.C., which I had never been in before in my life, and I saw a lot of poverty in D.C. that shocked me. That's the capital. And they got tremendous poverty there. They tremendous. Do. But what they've done, what they've done is they pushed a lot of that poverty over into Maryland, and they've gentrified a lot of neighborhoods. Like, like even when I go now, they, I don't even. They push I don't even know how to get around too. in D.C. Yeah, they they, yeah. they really changed. Well, they're pushing. And the part well, that you can see Texas is pushing the homeless to California. That's so right. now the same thing that Lambert is talking about, extreme poverty, it's, man, it is so much here in California, it's, it's, it's astounding. It's overwhelming. It's obvious. It's something you can't get away from. It's like, it's, like yeah. it's a tribe that's here in Sacramento, and they're here to stay. And you can't do anything. You got a, you got a reason in your legislation to do something about it. It must be something that's in your legislation that says it's okay for them to be there. Maybe you're supposed to take care of them. Why aren't you doing something about that issue that you have written in your foundation? Of a nation, you won't take care of your problem. You and in San Francisco, they really, 
honing in on San Francisco or what's going on there. Man, you got like, companies leaving San Francisco. Oh, yeah. San Francisco hotels, major hotels are left. San Francisco There's, used to be the destination. Now, people, that you, it, man, it's a gentrification of America. That's but, what's but going on. here's the on. thing. Here's the thing. Even in San Francisco, they just announced, I think last week, that one of the major skyscrapers downtown San Francisco, they're selling at a 66% discount. Like, I mean, people are out of there. Businesses are out. Um, from what I... From what I read, they were people are um, putting signs on their cars because um, um, the homeless or people are breaking into cars in, in broad daylight, and the police won't do anything. So people are just putting uh, signs on their cars that say the door is open, unlocked. If you need to go in and look for something, go in and look. Don't break my window. But you know what, America. you know what, Potter? Potter, are you? Are you from California? Or are you just mentioning no. that with San Francisco? No, I'm just looking at the videos that people were showing. See, because I, I have a take on the homeless. I have a take on the homeless. And a lot of people don't like to hear it. But when crack was here and it was affecting black people, you heard about moral values. That's all Reagan and all of them people who should rot in hell, how they coined that and then they built prisons and put black people in prison they didn't say anything about they were sick or anything like that i personally believe and i'm going by what i see in sacramento this is the capital of california the fourth largest economy in the world the majority of the people i see homeless in sacramento are white people and to me i think why don't they just build more prisons, and put them in prison for breaking all the laws they do. But their hearts are kind when they see their own. I haven't heard moral majority in decades. They're even starting to say that when they get on drugs, it's an illness, but you can't get ill until you put the drug in your body. So what happened to moral values? You know what, Lambert? After the drug situation hit white people, you remember in the hood where you know, especially in the Heights, Lambert, you know who the boosters are. You know what I mean? You know where you could get some clothes and this and that discount. You know what I mean? You know in the hood. Now, you got so many white homeless people that used to be middle class that's at AM, PM, strung out on dope, and you go to them now and get items out of Macy's, items out of Nordstrom, because they're your new boosters. They're boosting for drugs. You got your own white children, the number one ghettoites, the same tenants that you saw in the ghettos of America is now infesting your own culture. I get my shit from, from a white boy. He give, it, he give me a real good deal. He's cracked out. He's messed out. Yeah. No, I, I mean, I think we're, we're it's, it's, they, they, <laughs> um, I think did I hear somebody say, see, that's what I just said. See, the word compassion comes from white people when it's affecting them. But when it was affecting black people, I used to hear white people on TV 
laughing at crack babies. Now their babies are opiate addicted, fentanyl addicted. Now their hearts are are tender. See, I'm I'm for humanity. I'm not for well. Let's just mistreat black and let everybody else will will have a double standard. That's why your birth rate is being curtailed by God Almighty. He said he would curtail the birth rate of the wicked and evildoers, and nobody fits that consistently throughout the world than Caucasians. That's why America, you know, America don't want to accept what it built. Because America... See, the foundation of America is so fucked up, man. When you erect yourself as a nation, you become an entity. You get a name and everything. You, America, they call her she. So now you got to get judged. So when you built yourself up, you built it on, first of all, racism. You built it on classism you built it on sexism look at all them isms that you built it on now you got to deal with it you got your own wife got a me too movement putting you in jail that's you white man the one that built this country and said this is white man country couldn't even sign your name you signed your name with an x you were so dumb. And then go have black, called black people dumb. You were Ill- illiterate. An X was a signature for your name because you were so uneducated. You weren't enlightened. You were in the dark ages. And now your, your nation that you built on sand is crumbling. Your own, your own children are rebelling against you. It's called January 6th. Again, something that you built for them. It's prophecy fulfilled. Actually, it's the terror dog. Go, go, go pull up public enemy. Could hear a pin drop. <laughs> People are well, stunned. that's Billy Ray Valentine. That's <laughs> Billy Ray Valentine. Lambert, you know, you know, I like, you know, I like Eddie Murphy. That Eddie Murphy's bad. That Billy Ray Valentine. He, he, he you didn't do no, you family. didn't do no Billy Ray Valentine, nigga. <laughs> no, Billy Ray Valentine, bro. You, no Billy you Ray ain't Valentine, did shit, nigga. I stood in the mirror and looked in there and said, I "Shout out, Dolly, man! He ain't, he ain't muted me today. I, I feel pretty honored. I have been muted. I ain't gonna mute you. I ain't gonna mute you. I'm trying honored. to work myself up. I'm trying to work myself up to a cheesecake. I ain't gonna mute you. Oh man, you you can call you can call me off the air and we can handle that. You know, we don't have to get into that. You can call me and we can get that straight. Since we're a dying breed, Lambert, is there any way I can get a cheesecake before I die? No, we don't get we don't have cheesecake well, white folks. Well, I'm no, sorry. no. Let me let me address <laughs> let me address Beckman because see Beckman he mixes me in with what he thinks I am, and I what you have to realize, John Beckman, is whatever I say to you, 
that's what I mean. I don't mean to to mix up words and stuff. It's very unlikely that you will get a cheesecake from me. I have no interest in Vegas. I I, I used to go to Vegas for to to gamble and and uh, play play twenty one blackjack, but it it doesn't appeal to me. Even if I sent you one. What could you do other than tell me what I already know, that it's it was just voted the best cheesecake in Northern California? So I'm going to stick with my script. If you ever come yeah, to Sacramento, that's what as I want Jake. I want to get the taste of it. I know it's good. Well, it's I know, but you, you're not going to get the taste of it because it doesn't have any interest to me in Las Vegas. No, but I wish you would have interest in me as a person. Yeah, but I don't know you, so I'm not. No, no, I, no. I have a, I have a lot of white friends in Sacramento because I went to school with them. I don't really waste my time trying to get to know people I don't know. Why would I waste my time? I have family, I have friends, I have a life. So if you ever come to Sacramento, get Jay to call me, and you will taste the cheesecake because I'll accommodate Jay. I just won't send it to Vegas. There's no interest of mine there. I don't care how bad you want it. You still will not get it from me. Hey, Lambert, you know, uh, uh, Beckman, he's a masochist. So he likes you to keep (laughs) just, you know, he want to beg. So Mary's here. You addressed him. You addressed him. Now let Mary undress him, because when Mary talks to him, she, she get, he gets down like a little doggy. She got a collar for him. Shout out to Mary. I hope your health is doing better too. Yeah. I mean, let's Mary see. undresses him. He gets over there. I don't know. Barking and I don't stuff. know how she. I don't know how she undressing. Because when I hear Mary's voice, I put all my clothes on, nigga, and some jackets. I don't want her. <laughs> Well, I told you it's a Me Too That's movement. That's CVT and you. She know Shout how to do to it, CVT. Ali. She got the power. She know what to say to him. She got. She know them old words to bring out, evoke them spirits out of You're it. right. It is the Me Too movement, and that's why I want some cheesecake. I want to say Me Too. Well, he told to you. That, well, that, that, you sounds, that sounds like a gimmick. That sounds like a gimmick. You know, Ice Cube said, fuck a gimmick. Ice Cube, a real MC. I'm not really into gimmicks. The cheesecake is well tested. We're getting ready to dominate these next four days, and it's going to be young people leading the way. They done taken a, uh, what they call TikTok and sang a song to me. I'm going to send it to you, Brother Yusuf, today. And they put a video on it, and I still don't understand TikTok or Instagram and they getting ready to do the damn thing this weekend. All I got to do is stay out of their way. So I'd rather get at young folks like that than to play mind games with John Beckman. I don't have time for that. The young people is the future, and that's where I'm focused. Oh, yeah. So you're not getting a cheesecake. Who's fucking with him? That's what he's saying. You know, I, I, I love Lambert, and I, I consider him a brother. I really do. Well, well, you know, when when I hear somebody say they love me, see, one thing that you shouldn't say to me, you you should never say you love me and don't know me. See, love me, I don't think people should ever say they love somebody unless 
they know them and mean it. I mean, there's no way I would say I love somebody I never met. That doesn't make sense. No, but, I, but, but, I, but I've listened to you, and I love how you speak. That's all. Well, I, I could be a con artist. Don't go by what I say. Go no, by what I do. No. I wouldn't believe that. Well, maybe that you're a con artist. I don't want nobody no, to I love me. I don't I know. I wouldn't believe that for a minute. If Jay, well, I, I have people in, right I, I have I people in my life that, that love me. Really love. King I don't, I don't hear you talk about love to Lambert all the time. We both know Jay King wouldn't hang out with a con artist. We both. Well, why would well, he? Well, Jay, well, for the record, Jay King and me, we don't hang out. That's what you do when you're youngsters. But he is a true friend of my family, and my brother went to school with him. And he right. has integrity. That's what I admire about Jay King. He has integrity. Exactly. And I don't think and he's he ever thought, told if, me he loved he me. That, Jay King has never told me he loved artist, me either. He wouldn't. Never. Him. He showed me he loved me. He didn't tell me. Jay King and I, every time we hang up the phone with each other, we tell each other we love each other. Well, that's Nothing you too. That. No, you don't. That's no, you too. Hey, Mary, <laughs> who, that? Next time. who said stop lying? Who said That's that? Mary. He's un- Mary's un- let me Mary. be quiet now. I'm gonna let. I don't want to interrupt I Mary. Stop lying. I, I love that you, word. Those words. I love them phrases. Stop lying. Mm-hmm. I had to say that to somebody today. Quit lying, and they didn't like you it. You should have. You should have. You should have heard with the last episode. If he heard you say that. Huh? Last episode, she said, quit lying and go lie down. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, uh. Yeah, anyway, it's about fucked up America. Y'all know about her. She's a bitch. Yeah, that country shown it back then. King Lambert. No, I'm agreeing with you. She certainly is a bitch. This country's gone to hell. Who, who is? I agree with you. Who is King well, Lambert? I don't know. Lambert don't go by King. You better call I'm Lambert by no Lambert. King. Davis. I don't know. Who, who, I'm oh. not a King. Not no King on the show. King Lambert. Who is oh. that saying that? So it's Nicole. Nicole. saying that. Okay, what are you saying I, to me? What are you I saying? A, I I just was curious. I'd like to ask you a question. May I ask I'm you a question? Ears. Do you um do you present the truth to others when you interact I with be- them, whether you know them or not? Do you present the truth? Well, well, to I them? believe I, I believe in actual facts, and a lot of people mm-hmm. don't. So we may never can reach reach one accord because there's a lot of frauds out here, and like mm-hmm. my brother says, a lot of people are perpetrating a fraud. Me. I'm mm-hmm. coming at you with actual facts. If you don't like it, so be it. Long mm-hmm. as God Almighty is my friend, that's what I that's what I look to first. Because I used to hear my elders say when I was growing up, they said they didn't trust anyone but God. And I used to say, man, you don't trust your own children or your family. No, I love you, but I trust God, and that's what I do. Mm-hmm. I, Family mm-hmm. comes second to me. God Almighty is first, no okay. matter what. Thank you for sharing that. So with that, yeah. as you said, God Almighty is first. Um, oh God, God is love. 
you we we you would agree then God is love, meaning God absolutely deals in facts, um, not fiction, um, not even feelings when you really think about um think about it. But nonetheless, that is love, King Lambert. Love is the truth. And he did say in the commandments, love thy neighbor. So if you don't love thy neighbor, and he said you gotta know your neighbor to love him. He said love thy neighbor. So if you want to be spiritually so-called Christian-like in the Bible and how, whoever will be, you must do that. Well, I don't want to be a Christian. I don't well, want to well, be a Christian. You See, me, I'm not interested in religion. I'm interested in spirituality. I'm not interested in religion. A lot of, a lot of people don't know the difference between religion and spirituality. No, wait, wait, wait. Martha, stop. Martha, stop. I'm asking a question. Do you follow the commandments? I, f- Lambert, I try to. I try to. Yes. Okay. So I do the listen, best I can. So, no matter what, so, okay, so listen. You can say that you don't want to be a Christian or you don't want to be religion, but it is part of the religion. It's part of the faith. The faith is the religion. So, no matter how, you can't take it out of that. So, it's not, it's well, not I can do what I want. Well, first of all, no, I can no, do what I want with my faith, life. This is my is, life. The faith is a religion. Listen, so, so the faith is the religion. Okay, let, and if you follow since you faith, brought up religion, let me ask you a question. Let me ask you a question. I'm not religious. Since I'm you brought religious. up religion, I'm religious. and I'm not religious. okay, well I'm you well you bringing all. up religion. What I'm, I'm not, saying yeah, is, I, I, there's I'm a lot of false. Okay. I just something that you can't take out of it. That's all well, I'm just speaking. I'm just speaking. When first you you brought up religion, then you don't believe in religion. Which one is? No, I brought something you. I brought something to you that you try to take out of it. You can't do that. If you in it and you in it, well, you I can do I, whatever I want I, with my life, Charles. You, I right. can do whatever you know what? I want right. with you, my you, life. Lambert, 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 that's not a, that's not an argument. That's not an argument. It's your life. No, I'm you not arguing with you, brother. I'm just trying no, to reason okay, so, with you. Okay, you can't re- you can't reason with the point of religion. You can't. Religion is a faith. Your faith is how you want to put it. But you can't take faith in something and, and screw it. And say this is my form of it. This is what it is. It's concrete. It, it is what it well, is. Well, Charles, you asked you about the commandment. Stuff. You asked about the commandment, and Christ said, "The master, the master, the teacher." He said, "It's only two relig- uh, two commandments, and that is, treat someone like you want to be treated, and love God with all your heart, mind, and soul." Those are, if you take care of those two commandments, and see, in that, it's about loving yourself. How Lambert is talking about, he just ain't throwing out love out there. See, in those two commandments, it's saying love yourself and treat people like you want to be treated. Okay, if well, you why you can't let Lambert people in? So I got to put true. this on me. I'll put this nigga on mute. Nigga, Lambert know how to speak for itself. Why are you trying to take over for Lambert, nigga? Lambert can speak no, for itself. He's doing, cool. doing a good job. Kente always trying to judge. No, Kente likes a double team, and he needs to let a motherfucker speak up. <laughs> Sit your ass yeah, back, Kente. Listen, if you love God, listen, if you I'm, love God, I'm talking about him listen, talking listen. about the commandment. But listen, I, I get you, though. But listen, you love God. God is a being that you have never met. If something uh, somebody has taught you faith to believe in, and you love someone you've never met, you've never physically met this person, but you have love in something that you don't, you have never seen, and but you refuse to love your neighbor, 
that's a problem. I did you I, I never even you I never even used the word neighbor. I never even used the word neighbor. I don't know what you're talking about. No, 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 listen. But it speaks, it speaks about that in the Bible. How can you how can you not love your brother whom you've seen but love me whom you've never seen before? It speaks about that in the Bible. Okay, I'm gonna, right. I'm gonna have to mute this. I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to mute that nigga too because this is between Lambert and Big Charles. Marcus, shut well, your ass no, up. No, actually, well, it's I, not. I, I'm, I'm just gonna listen, listen now. It's no. not between us. No, 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 no. it's about. Wait, let me say one thing. Let me say one thing, and I ain't gonna say no more. <laughs> there are there are different levels of love, and I, I, that's all I'm going at. Uh, I, I'm not trying to burn you on this, but there are different there's different levels of it. You can't love somebody <laughs> like you love your wife. You can't love somebody like you love your child. There's different levels of love. So you can love no, somebody I, like you love, listen, like you love, you love humanity. And you that's what that the subject was about, was first. about love. You, you love humanity. So we, we love people, but we don't adore them on a level of someone you deeply have a real relationship with. And so your relationship and your faith is love. Or, or your, or your, how you carry your spiritual being. That's love. That that's love in something. But don't never say that you can't love somebody you never or, or whatever. You have love for people. You love people. You want people to. You talk about how uh, society does things. That's a love for something. It's not. It's not a, a lack of. You love to want to see things be better. You went to the Million Man March because you love. You had a love for that. That was something you wanted to see be be more than what it was. You wanted to grow. Well, well, well. Actually, actually, you're speaking for me on why I went to the Million Man March. I went there oh, no, for no, several reasons. I didn't love looking at poverty while I was there. I didn't love right. that. I tell you what. Right. I, I don't think nobody does. The truth Listen, is, we... I don't think anybody does. But this is what I tell you, and I'm and this is my statement. In every great city of gold, across the street, that's poverty. And I'm going to prove it to you right here in the city. We had projects where you write in a, you're right in a facility with project, and when you cross the street, millions of houses got to six, six figures. So who decides that? I'm just saying, I get it. I understand that. Well, this that, was about Beckman saying he loved Beckman saying he loved me, and then it went into this. Yeah, you man. Know. Don't put well, it. Don't Beckman, I was addressing Beckman. Beckman. I wasn't talking about humanity. Yeah, I was talking saying, about I'm what good. he said. So you no, actually co-signed for Beckman and threw your brother under the bus with your analogy. See, that's peculiar to me. No, what did I do? I didn't throw nobody under the bus. And guess what? Beckman is sitting back eating popcorn, getting a kick out of our exchange, right. and I'm not going to participate right. in it right. myself. Right. Beckman, Beckman is loving this Beckman shit. Beckman is not getting into it with me. He's not going to promise me because of me. Yeah, How do you know what he's doing right now? Are you in his house? He's doing. He could be. He could be laughing at our exchange. How do you? Well, we How don't do you know, know what, what he... Beckman is doing. How do anybody know? I don't what care he's what he's doing. I, I don't, don't care know. what you're doing. You're the, one, you're the one who's saying. You're the one who's saying that. What, what is Beckman doing? You don't know what Beckman is doing. You guys ain't gonna. John Beckman ain't no motherfucking racist. You motherfuckers don't right. get to do that. Don't do that. If you don't like Beckman, um, 
uh, um, Lambert, that's your business. But don't try to make don't try to make there ain't no motherfucking um a ratio of stance. Don't do that shit. Now you guys can have a discussion, we can have fun and shit, but don't do that. Don't you don't get to you don't get to try to make him into something that he not. I, I didn't say I was a racist. I didn't say he was a racist. That, that's what that's what you making it into. That's what you're turning it into. That's what you want. I'm listening to you, motherfuckers. Y'all trying to make this, and you 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 know Vecna's the only white dude on this phone right now. Don't do that shit. If y'all gonna have a discussion and and, and have fun, do that. But don't don't do that. I'm, I'm listening to this shit. And quit putting Marcus on mute because you don't like what he say. Ali, you talk all kind of shit about Marcus. When the motherfucker come back, you get mad and put him on mute. That ain't why he got put on mute. He got put on mute because they was talking over each other. That's why. Well, take him off it. You, you took everybody I else did. off mute but him. I did take, take him, him off, off mute. mute. No, I took him off mute. I took him off mute. <laughs> well, you know, I can't stop you from getting on the board. <laughs> if, you, if, if you ain't going to give me a chance to take him off mute, Ali, what you want? You didn't realize You didn't realize that's my big brother now, huh? You didn't realize that, huh? that's your big, yeah. I don't care if that's your big brother, nigga. That's my pop, nigga. So what now? <laughs> Hey Lambert, you gotta call. You just gotta call. I'll put your uh, ass on Beckman. mute. I'll just get chastised uh, for it. Just call him a clamp. Yeah, you do. Yeah, you. If do. you ever feel that feeling, call him a clamp. You do get chastised real hard. And see, can't tell you. I'll, I'll mute you right here in front of Jay, nigga. I just take the heat, nigga. What you want to do? I'm not taking anything with you. Oh, Lord, here you go. You're going out looking for it. Well, you know, Ali, I, I get it. I, because if 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 all of us wasn't here and it was just left up to you. It okay, I'll tell you what, nigga. We ain't going to even hear that, nigga. Now what? <laughs> wow. Put that ass on mute right here in front of Jay. Nigga, go call him. Go tell, nigga. <laughs> Oh boy, you sensitive today. He is real bad right now. You see what I'm opening up, Ali? Hey, I'm opening up your pineal gland. You're able to get it right when, as I'm saying. Don't bring up the pineal gland. Make you get good. You need to shut up. That's what you need to do. You're nothing but a ding bag. Nikki, let me tell you something. Look, let me tell y'all something. I realize this is a real snitch. Let me tell you something. You will be a great agent. You can, you can go to the outside, wiggle through. You got to get along with the get along. I'm just saying, you might get lost in the talk, but you always come back to the other side. You can turn She's so good. She's so good. She's a double agent. She goes oh, both God. ways. Oh, God. Yeah, and for the record, for the record, Lambert didn't say nothing to John Beckman. John Beckman dug his own hole, J. King. So if you kind of say Beckman was doing something nice. I didn't dig nice, any hole. What are you talking about? You did yeah, dig a hole, nigga. You said you loved it. You said you loved the man. You said you loved the man you didn't know, and he told you he don't go for that shit because you're trying to be sweet. We know you got a little sugar in your tank. 
You're an asshole. I was being very respectful. I said I was being very respectful. No, you said he's an Ali's asshole. Ali's a what? No, uh, go back to Ali's what? what? Okay, he called Sometimes him an, he asshole. an asshole. Sometimes he is an asshole. Sometimes he is. He's right everyone. We know how, we know we all heard John be sweet. We heard John be sweet to Lambert trying to get a sweet cheesecake. <laughs> That's for the gang. Hello. Oh, no, Ali. Oh, no. Ali, you wrong for that one. You wrong for that one. You are an asshole up. connected to the shithead, and that's what you are, Bex. <laughs> <laughs> shithead. Wow. First thing I said today is you piece of shithead. Well, that's what you are. John Beckman, you do throw rocks and hide your hand. What's up, Jack? <laughs> yes. I throw, hey, I throw rocks when rocks need to be thrown. But I was very respectful to Lambert today. And I said I love him for the way he's No, you're a con Nothing artist. wrong with that. No, it was everything wrong with it. I, I read, just like how Jay said, by my tone, I heard your tone. I got to hear rocks when rocks are needed well, to be thrown. Well, well, for instance, what the fuck you get out your high I haven't voice, thrown one rock bit. today. Not one. Listen to you. Not one today, you trip. There you go. I like that. Come on with it. Come on. Come on. Stuff. Now you're talking you to me, man. Oh, oh, that's 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 you use that word right. You did use that shit right. Stop. You got to be so John Beckman, you a motherfucker. You just used that damn word correctly. I can't believe it. Yeah, I thought you'd be a real nigga. nigga. He used, look, he look, used it so we good. We talking about being dignified. He used it so good. You being niggified. He used it so good. I thought it was Ken Jay. It was textbook. That was textbook. <laughs> Hey, Jay, I'm bringing it out of it. And you know what that was? That wasn't even a rock. That was a pebble. Yeah, he he did a pretty good job. I guarantee you, I guarantee you, if he get a cheesecake, he going to sound like Lambert Davis. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, look, uh, I'm going to tell you something, Beckman. You know, if you got that that cheesecake to uh, Las Vegas, I probably try to get one of New Orleans, which has been potted melting my time and got here, but I still try well, well, well. To answer your question about it melting, because I do have experience. I've shipped to to Louisiana. I've shipped to Florida. I can't think of the sister that calls in here sometimes. But I shipped to Florida. As so long as dry that? ice is in there, it's good for forty eight hours. Oh. To be honest with you, forty eight hours. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. Forty eight hours. Lambert, do you have a uh, chocolate cheesecake? Yeah, it's no well, different than the ordering website, lobster from Maine. It comes on dry ice. Well, if you if if you go to the website, you'll see a picture of a chocolate swirl. Well, okay, I'll I'll go there. Thank you, sir. This is Six Eyes, by the way. Hello. Greetings. Greetings. <laughs> the website. Uh yes, please. It's real simple. 
this is called To the Bay and Back. T O T H E B A Y. To the Bay and A N D. And then back. B A C K. And then everybody should know how to spell cheesecake without an S dot com. All right. Thank you for that. You're welcome. I wrote that down. Thank you, Lambert. I'm going to be ordering one and because uh, I love you. You ain't getting one. You fucking, you go, Mary, go get the whip. He, need a, he want to be whipped again. <laughs> like I said, John, if you come to Sacramento oh, and Jay King calls me and says, hey, John Beckman's in town, I want to get a cheesecake, it's on. But... I don't mislead you, making you think I'm going to ship it to Vegas. I have no interest in Vegas at all. You don't, I don't care it. what's going on there. I just don't, I don't see it. I don't see it. Well, Mary, who I am, I'm the director here. I'm an <laughs> I'm a apprenticeship for being a director, and John Beckman is coming on right on time. That's his cue, and your cue should be going to get the whip. Because it's y'all wow. right, right about coming up right now. You're a gay you can't say this is what you want. This is your time when when um when Lambert said that he wasn't gonna ship to Vegas, this is the time for you to expand your enterprise and say, Well, Beckman, uh, you know even if I think you're a shithead, I do ship cheesecakes <laughs> out to Las Vegas. You're, not, you're right, Jay. He's not taking advantage of capitalism. He's not capitalizing. See, well, all money. Well, well, I can, I can no, comment on no. that, John. All money yeah. is not good money to me. Yeah. So well, what do you say about well, that? Well, I, well, I'm gonna tell you what I say. What I say about it, uh, if it's, if it's the service that I provide. And it's not going to hurt me. I'm going to provide the service wherever the service is needed. I'm going to expand my business enterprise. I um, I do business as a good business owner who happens to be black, not a black business, not a black man who happens to be in business. So as a good yeah, and smart business money. owner, as a as a good and smart business owner, good. Smart business owners don't limit their uh, their business reach. Um, they work to expand it, and so that's that's what I am. That's what I do. That's what I preach. Is what I teach. I know that 96% of African American uh, businesses are sole proprietors that generate a hundred thousand dollars or less. Only 4% of our businesses generate more than $100,000 a year and have one employee or more. So if I'm going to be in the game, I want to be at the higher end of it, and I want to do everything I can to grow my business, to grow my income, to, to grow my reach so that I can have repeat business. So, um, again, uh, Kente, uh, you know, that. Uh, that's an area that for you to expand in, and you got a good cheesecake. Well, I already turned down Beckman money before. I did <laughs> offer him, you know, he 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 told me he was gonna give me forty acres and a and a John Deere. <laughs> I never said I'd give you forty acres. 
I said I own well, three how many acres, acres and I'd give you one. And you refused. Yeah, you. And I said, and well, I said I wouldn't give you a mule. I said I'd give you a John Deere, and you refused that. Well, Beckman, I told you to cash at me, and you refused. By that. the way, let me make so, a correction. We own twenty acres, not forty. No, I don't believe. Well, I would you. like an acre of land, Beckman. I'll take his his acre that he doesn't Shut the fuck up, no. six eyes. Well, God, God, bless you, God bless you, you sir. God bless you, sir. God bless you, sir. God bless you, God bless you, sir. What the fuck gave you? What the fuck gave you a backbone today to be talking? Beckman, I'll give you a call and we'll discuss my acre. Okay. Have a lot of plans. For okay. It, okay. Are you good at Thank Are you. you good at surveying land, six eyes? Can you survey land? Um, no, but I, I know some people that survey, and Snitchy will help uh, as well at the survey. Okay. Yeah. Now, John Beckman, get a pair of now let me ask you a guys. question, John Beckman. If, if Six uh-uh. Eyes told you he was good at surveying land, would you have believed me? I would have. Okay, so let me say this to you, John. Um, <laughs> Six Eyes is good at surveying land. Also, I need you to send me $20,000, because if you believe that shit, then you're dumb enough to send me $20,000 as well. The motherfucking Jay. Well, Jay, 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 I know you're joking. But, Jay, any money I've ever sent any causes you want? Six eyes, that wasn't wasn't geared towards you. That was geared towards John, dumbass. If he going to let you survey (laughs) land, I need that $20,000 you got from me. Jay, look. I'm about to ask for some stuff too. Does he let six eyes survey land? I want, I want something to <laughs> Yeah, you know yeah, I asked six eyes to be survey land. I'll be the best worst surveyor. Yeah, but I, I'll take think that. Think about this, land. Jay. Jay, think about this. We, we, we all got problems. Six eyes, the only man who functions on a plane, and we're going to say that six eyes is going to be able to fire this plane with no problem. Shit. Yeah, that's hey, that's, man, that's, that's reaching right there. Six Eyes got ninety nine problems, and Snitchy Pooh is the one out of all of them. <laughs> wow! I, why can I just be here? Snitchy's ninety eight of the ninety nine problems. Can I just be here with to peace? I'm just saying this. I didn't see anything. Six Eyes. If Vicky was your girl, it'd be a problem. You don't know when she's gonna turn. She's gonna coast down with somebody else. She might conspiracy in a lot of different ways. Oh wow! <laughs> she is his. He don't know I how to catch. I love you too, scissors. <laughs> you bounce. The big payback. Uh, yeah, I see it. I seen it. I'm about to play it. Six Eyes is here just like Beckman to learn how to talk We're to her. Beckman is to learn how to be around oh, black people. God. And he's here to learn how to talk to her, Snitchy Poo, who confessed that she's on every block. Didn't you say you're on every block, <laughs> Six Eyes? I never, said, I never once said I was on right. every block. I never said that. Well, which I block did you say? You have been on every block, you said you want to be painted on every black corner or something like that. <laughs> I never said that. Well, what, I never well, what said block that. you wanted to be? What block was it you wanted to be on? 
I'm on my block. And I'm okay. I'm okay being on my block. I'm on my block. You I'm in my lane. <laughs> you said what? Is it? Oh, rehired. Oh yeah, he tried to rehire yeah. me yesterday on the on oh, on yeah? the side, but yeah, yeah. Okay. it's okay. Uh, I'm getting fired I'll today. We, we know how this works. You can take I your wasn't time. I to hire you. You work for me now. See, here we go. That. I believe that. What's that slick statement you that. just said, Troubles? You work for you work for me now. Get your ass out there and sell them lemon cheesecakes for Lambert Davis tomorrow. <laughs> no, 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 no. You know, by you being by you being with Ali, that makes oh, you a blockhead. <laughs> wow! Oh, God. And Nicole, would you You're a real blockhead? You belong with Reese and 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 uh. Ben. <sighs> Oh, would you ever go to work for Ali? So, King Beckman, <laughs> what have I done to you today to deserve this Nothing, hypothetical? Is this a hypothetical? Yeah, I'm just asking. Yeah, a hypothetical. <laughs> so, I tell you this. If Cuddle said he needed me to look up something for him, I'm going to do that. <laughs> that is work. Oh, so therefore the answer remote. is yes. As long as, as it's long remote. As as long as it's remote. Okay, not, well, I mean, I, I reside where I reside. It's not, you know, and, you know, we have the power of technology, so I'm able. Okay. Um, well, you done fucked yeah. up now. No, Your, ass is fired. Your ass is fired. Your ass is fired, motherfucker. Have I not researched something for you? I've researched something for you. Are you fired, motherfucker? No. And your motherfucking ass is on mute, too, nigga. Now what? Fired on your day off. <laughs> See, she look up stuff for for Ali. Hey, Ali, I just came out the bank, Ali. Oh my God. You just came out the bank, nigga. You going back to the pen because I just left already. You gonna have to get the walk, and the police gonna pick your ass up on the next block. Hey, I just set it off, Ali. <laughs> well, just change your clothes. Put on one of them sweatsuits, and they won't know what you had on before you I, went to the I, bank. I, Hey, and I got an all red sweatsuit on right now. <laughs> I bet you it's real fly. You got, you got the white, white, you got white writing on it? No, nah, it's got white and black writing on it. Oh, that's cool. Damn, I got the same kind of clothes you got on. I got Don't white, black writing and all red, too. So what? Well, you know, hey, Reese would have learned to love, love to hear that that you got on a different color, other than the white long ass dress T shirt you be wearing. That's right. <laughs> bang bang. No, I don't laugh, but that's what I had on. <laughs> that nigga had a T-shirt that went from his neck all the way to his socks. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like a moo-moo. Hey, that sounds like a moo-moo. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what it was. Mm-hmm. Literally tell it. You can put you can put ten cheesecake pies on that nigga's T-shirt. Mm-hmm. <laughs> See, Ali, what what Ali is, he's the mm-hmm. character in Alibaba, 
and the 40 Thieves. He steals everybody else's material. But, he stole the last part of your sentence just now, too. I'm sorry. That's why I broke up. That's why you're saying that nigga's on mute. That's what he said. <laughs> he stole his opportunity to finish his thought. Well, he has no originality. Plankton, you took Cuddles lighter. I'm like, I'm how you going to call somebody? Again. What did you say? You said? <laughs> What's that? Speak up, John. Why you got your motherfucking thumb in your mouth, nigga? But you scared? Your wife around? Donna going to slap you, nigga? What's happening? No, she's at work. Sounding all low. What, you, you ain't feeling good today? Your, 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 your intestines is hurting today? No, I'm just laying down. I just picked up dog shit. I'm resting. <laughs> oh, you're picking yourself up. <laughs> 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 hey, Josh, oh, I don't think you'll never say that shit again. Oh, thank you, thank you, Josh. All he's saying is he's picking himself up. And it's raining now, so that's good. It's getting the residue. Yeah, that's my Billy Ray Valentine right there. Got these niggas on quiet. Say something, nigga. Mm-hmm. Get your motherfucking ass on. Hey, when is Labor Day? Is that Monday or is that today? We don't we don't follow yeah, Labor Monday. Day like that, Lambert. Monday. That's only for white folks. Niggas don't follow Labor Day. That's not Lambert. That's our brother John Beckham. I know who it was. You called him Lambert. Oh my That's bad. Okay. I love Lambert. I hope I get a cheesecake. <laughs> well, you 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 know, there's an old saying. Since you're gonna keep mentioning my name, and I thought I was crystal clear on what I said to you, but I'll, I'll make it I'll make it clearer this time. Uh, when when white people can't get what they want, especially if they really are told exactly what the situation is then they just keep nagging you and nagging you and nagging you. And so I have to let you know that I'm not going to comment on it anymore. I heard Jay say something about something happening in Las Vegas. If you can convince me there's some business opportunities in Vegas through you, then I would look at it. But I'm getting ready to flood the Golden State. And the Golden State is the fourth largest economy in the world. I'll take my chances with that. No, I don't blame you. I don't blame you. Well, it doesn't matter what you blame me for because I'm not guilty of what you're blaming me for. I'm just stating actual facts. And that's why I love you. You're a fact finder. Beckman, I love that you just be killing him with kindness. I love it. <laughs> well, well, he he actually he 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 actually is not killing me with kindness. He's doing what's what I'm against, which is being foolish. Even in the Bible, it says God hates foolishness and fools. 
That's foolishness to me. It has nothing to do with kindness. You have said a lot of foolishness stuff. So, well, that's that's your that's that's your opinion, and you're entitled to it. Well, that's your opinion. I would like to interview you on the Six Eyes Radio Network uh, on Backstage with Six Eyes. So well, I well, call my number. Okay, talk to me about that. My All right. Is nine months. It's real simple. Three seven zero nine two one one. Thank you, sir. It's better to talk to me off the air, really. Okay. I tried to tell him that. I tried to tell him that. I'm just telling you real. Just call me and we'll figure it out. Okay. Thank you. Yeah. Yes, sir. This nigga Marcus is having a double conversation in the back. Nigga, put yourself on mute, nigga. Right. Lambert is trying to give his number, trying to give his number to a blind man, and you over there talking in the background, Marcus. <laughs> <laughs> Let me say something to you, Ali. You didn't know he was blind, so I don't know how he's going to talk. I guarantee you, you'll fucking crumble, you fucking bitch. <laughs> I'm just stating, I'm like Lambert, I'm just stating facts. I don't give a fuck what you're saying, you motherfucker. You're trying to be fast. Look, nigga, I'll put your motherfucking ass on mute, nigga. You won't get no cheesecake. I know you don't, nigga. Bye, nigga. Shut your blind ass up. You can't handle, cause you can't handle the cold pretty good, nigga. Don't come fucking with me. You can't see me either, nigga. That's oh. uncommon. <laughs> You said Remember, did you say 916? Yes, call that number, yes, and you'll see a totally different situation. I'll get to the point, and we'll see what you want to talk about. Otherwise, well, that's, love that's is earned. <laughs> love is earned, in my view. This love is well, earned. Yeah. As you said, King Lambert, of his free will, and that is that is how you his perceive it. That's King how you walk Lambert. with it. You're entitled. King Lambert. Well, well, we are on Don't kings in the morning. We're on kings in the morning. Tell you what, you can't call him, but he don't want to be called. Goddamn man! Don't ring his phone number. Call him King Lambert. That's your stupid ass. And Lambert, for the record, you earned my love, buddy. Yeah, but you still haven't answered my question. Would you call me and tell me, is there business opportunities instead of loving me? See? See, That's how the white man is. He invented technology. So the white man is good when he got some business for you. (laughs) No. I love it. No. No, that's not what I said. I said, and J. King mentioned it, if... Well, you 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 that's your nature to be like you, you are. He did call you he did call you with a with a business opportunity. He had he's trying to buy a cheesecake and you turned him down. So he did right. call you with a business right. opportunity. And, and, well, wait a minute, Jay. I told him why I turned it down too. But but he but you said call me with a business opportunity, so he did and you turned it down. Even though you had a reason, you still turned down the business opportunity that he called you with. Well, he and never Jay, said what not, it was. He never said it what not, it was. He never said what it was. Lambert, Lambert, let me tell you something. Over a year ago, Jay, Jay brought to your attention 
If you sent me some cheesecakes, I would bring them to my good friend Scott Sabella, who runs the Resorts World Hotel. I heard all of that. I heard all of that. But I also asked you to email me. I said email me everything you said, and I never got it. So just email me that. Otherwise, I don't believe you. Okay. Yeah, he doesn't believe me. Put it in writing. Yeah, put it in writing. You know how you, you know, white you folks do lying. You know what? Um, you know, um, you know. Sometimes people become their own their own block. So you know, um, you know, if if I'm trying to bring somebody something and they send to me and they say something like that to me, I don't know if I would do it either. So I, I get it. You know, you I'm trying to bring you something. And you you making another obstacle, then you know, hey, right on. Well, it's, it's, it it all depends on your perspective. Hey, Jay, that's when I hooked you up with yeah, Resorts World, did I have to email you? Well, no, that's your perspective, Jay. I I, I respect it. No, you didn't. Well, I don't remember you being in on the conversation when I talked to him. So I don't know how you knew what we talked about unless no, 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 it was in writing. Me. No, what he asked me is when he told me about Resort World, did he have to do it in writing? I said, no, he didn't. He told me about Resort World. He asked me if I wanted to meet Scott Sabella. I said, yes. I flew in on my dime to meet Scott Sabella. I met him and built a relationship with him. Well, now, if you would have requested it, I would have done it. If you would have requested it, I would have done it, Jay. I don't you know care if it was 10 years ago. If that's Jay that's King would have asked ask me to, I would have no done it. Cheesecake or nothing else. Don't spend your money with him. And don't hook them up with nobody. Well, guess what, Mary? That still won't make or break me. I know it won't. It still won't make or break me. I know the white man's money ain't going to make or break you. I know. You good? Because I do do business with all races. All races like cheesecake. Not just white people. When you come on here, it don't sound like that when you come on here. Well, I'm not. I'm not calling here begging. That's for certain. What nobody said you did beg. He asked you to send him a cheesecake. He offered you his money, and you told him no. And you basically told him no. Well, you, well, well, well first of all, you. first of all, you weren't part of the conversation, so you're going on hearsay. Well, I, I, I was sitting. I, I'm listening. I can hear everything that's happening. I know, but you weren't part of that conversation. Were you on the show a year ago? Were you on the show a year ago, Mary? Were you on the show a year ago? That's what they're talking about, a year ago. Yes, I was. Yes, I was. And you you knew about that a year ago? Uh, Yes, I have heard about it, yes. Oh, okay. Rumors. Shout out to Club Nouveau. Rumors. Rumors, I started. Favorite song. I love that song for many reasons. Rumors. I love that song. Can I ask you a question? If I come to Sacramento and visit Jay, can you and uh, Lambert do? Can we do a uh, taste off on cheesecakes? If we can blindfold you, yeah. Yeah, we'll, we'll do a blind taste. You got to be blindfolded, though. 
Six eyes and I, six eyes and I'll be there, no problem. Hey, hey, hey John. Oh my John, God. If, John, if you let John, if you let John, if you, you let them blindfold you, anything that happened to you, that's your own personal business now. The motherfucker don't know. Know. <laughs> Jay King, shout out to you, Jay King. Uh, I'll probably get a cheesecake or something. They're gonna have one strawberry swirl and one cyanide cheesecake. <laughs> Sacramento, and you do visit Jay, like you said, and you want to meet with me about something, you go and get your top shelf of your wife's best weed that you got for her, and you bring that for uh, for me over to here as an offering, and you and I can talk business. So it's bribery at this point. You need good weed? No, I just want you to do that. I want you to get your wife's best weed that she said she smokes. The top shelf shit. She buys, she buys it at the store here. I don't know what's good weed or not. Well, it's you no ask good. her. I know. Just ask her. Tell her you're going to do it for Yusuf. All right. For Yusuf Beckman, I'll do that. Yeah, you go yeah, and get, you get, you go <laughs> to that dispensary. <laughs> that dispensary. He said, hey, hey, Kente, he said, he's going to do that. Yeah, I'm letting you know. I'm reinforcing it. Yeah, okay, you get, you, and you, you, and you go get an ounce of weed. You, you get an ounce we'll do, of that dispensary okay, so weed. The deal. We'll do a blind test on the cheesecakes, and then we'll do a blind test on the pot. No, I'm not, I'm gonna, I'm not going to blindfold myself to smoke no pot. No, no, I'll blindfold you. You don't have to blindfold yourself. Yeah, yeah we'll hey, blindfold hey, you. Kente, Kente, go for yeah. that. Because he gets to be blindfolded first. So, yeah. you know. You know, Jerry, yeah, I can talk yeah, to blindfolding you, himself anyway. And none when you of smoke the weed, when you There's smoke the weed, Kente, and that. when he's blindfolded, let him smoke the, the primo. <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted There's to bring one caveat. When I'm blindfolded, Jay, you're not. I'm holding your fucking hand. That's all I know. No. I know hey, John, when you blindfolded, I'm not there. Remember, in Goodfellas, <laughs> when um, when um, uh, <laughs> Pesci, uh, what's his name? Pesci, what's his name? <laughs> Joe Pesci. Yeah, Joe, Joe Pesci is going. You're right. You're right. Joe Pesci. Yeah, he's going to get made, and and um, and the oh. Nero them they can't go, they can't go with him because right. oh, they're yeah. not paid <laughs> You mean right? Yeah, now. I remember that. Yes, I think it. Now hold up, now you hit my corner now. Go ahead, ahead Lavish. I'm impressed. I'm impressed. And he walk in the and he walk in the room, and uh <laughs> and uh you know, and he goes, oh shit, and it pop. Too late. And then um yeah, and they they call him uh, a few hours later. The Nero's like. Hey, so how, how's it going? Did it go? Uh, it didn't go good. Huh? What do you mean? Yep. <laughs> it, it didn't go good. It, it's, <laughs> right. It's, and there was nothing we could do about it. it. <laughs> <laughs> it didn't. 
Hey man, how does it how does, right how does the blind how does the blind taste test go? It didn't go good. What you mean? We're exactly. <laughs> <It didn't go. laughs> but we gotta do the but we gotta do the weed test. Can't do it. How come it didn't go good? That was in the Sacramento River, and that's it. <laughs> hmm. Beckman swimming with the fishes in the Sacramento River. <laughs> Didn't go good. Six eyes. Six eyes. Why you hang up from your phone and then call in with snitchy poop? My phone, I don't know what happened. I'm out. Well, you know, you you can't be talking shit to me, nigga, and then try to hang up. Wait a minute. Six eyes. So your phone went bad, but yet your phone is still good to call snitchy. Yeah, he, on his he got mad about the blindfold. That's well, all. That's all that six eyes. I didn't mean to blindfold you. If six eyes and snitchy got married, she'd be snitchy eyes. Well, six eyes, six eyes and snitchy will be getting married, so y'all can stop joking with that. Thank you. We've got 21 days to go. But that is the conclusion. He's not filling out the fabric package. You guys are getting married. You guys are getting married in 21 days. What? Um, I wish you the best. Y'all get married in 21 days. What's happening in 20? What's what's 21 days? What's on 21 days? So, well, here's the thing. Here's the thing. 21 days is the last day of summer. So, Troubles knows what that means. So, y'all can stop picking on him now and leave him alone. Well, what does it mean? Well, well, it means what I I just said it means. Why you can't tell us? Because y'all mean um, Troubles. And that's not not right. It's not fair. (laughs) He's really unsighted. That's not not okay. I mean, for me, it's not. I know it don't matter. Wait, 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 wait. No, no, no. Leave I'm it. I'm sad. I drink. I smoke. That's unfair with I leave you talking about my ass drinking and shit. No, it is. Well, okay, at any time, at any time, scissors, at any time, you can stop drinking, right? And he can stop saying you're, you're an alcoholic. But you know what? In trouble case, he's in a situation that he can't reverse. You know what you can do? You know what you can do, though? Hold on, hold on, hold on. What situation? Hold on, Big Charles. What situation? What situation is is, uh, six eyes in that he can't reverse? Are you talking about the other six? The blind. Six six eyes is unsighted, rather. He's permanently unsighted. What do you mean, like unhoused? Yeah. Well, he ain't got to look at you. Put that. The, the, um, no, first off, we all have a penile gland. You're talking, uh, but no, it's called a pineal gland. A there pineal is a penile gland. gland. There's a pineal gland. The pineal gland. I'm talking about the penis. I'm talking about the I one. I know what you're talking about. I'm talking about the I'm talking about the hammer. Why God? Why God help me? I'm talking. Okay, so so the drill bit don't need eyes. <laughs> so what do you? So what is what is your? 
What is him being unsighted? When women always talk about, I just want a good man. You know, if this ain't no good man, the motherfucker can't see, but he a good man. What is it about him being unsighted? Oh, no. Hey, Leathers, I never said anything about um, uh, troubles, unsightiness makes him um, less than a man. What are you talking about? I never said that. And I would never say that. That's not what I'm saying. I never said that. So, So what are you talking about? What I said was, so Cuddles just said, I mean, we're all right here. If everybody just, you know, put some Q-tips to the side in case you need them, you know, y'all men have all that extra hair Tell in your ears and whatnot. and say what you're going to say and shit. <laughs> what, I'm saying is, what I'm saying is this. What I'm saying is this. Cuddles, Cuddles said something unkind and y'all was laughing. I don't know whether that's why uh, Troubles hung up or not and called me. I don't know. It doesn't matter. But I'm addressing the fact that y'all make fun of what him did, like that. Okay. And what, I wish that y'all didn't make fun of him like that because the situation, okay, then, then you know, is right real. Let me say, and let me say this. On this motherfucking show right here, <laughs> it might not be the right motherfucking show because you're going to get made fun of. That's the way this That's the way this I call John the motherfucking and I, confederate. I say fuck, fuck John, do you think John is a confederate? John ain't the motherfucking confederate. But when I say right. He's not a confederate, I'm a but, I'm a but Troubles is blind. But I, I tell you what, you but must close like your eyes for an hour and experience it. Close your fucking eyes for it's an me. hour and experience it. 30 minutes. Lavin's ain't going to be able to cut all the mustard. But he ain't cutting that mustard. This is a show, <laughs> this is a show where you're going to be fucked with. <laughs> I know. That's <laughs> right. And I fucked with Ali right back. I talked about his fucking foil back. I so mean, it's why, all so, good. So why is why is Snitchy Smurf on his saying you hung up because you got your feelings hurt? No, I can't. No, I, I, I don't know why. Chicken, he, but, I I came, when I came back, the phone had hung up. I, it, I was connected. No, nah, nigga, you, 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 nigga, your asshole I, got I, bunched I, up all in your panties, I, nigga, and you hung up like a bitch. I called you a bitch, but I was still on the line. I didn't so, you hung what up, did you say? You hung up like a blindfold bitch. What did you say there, Ali? Why are you, why are you doing that, Ali? Why are you purposely trying to? Because it wasn't that bad. I wasn't even really directing it at him, and he just went off on me. I didn't bring up yeah, the blindfold. Yeah, you did. You did. I did not Nicole, bring up the blindfold. Question. Nicole, why do you find it necessary to say he's unsighted versus just blind? Blind is one syllable. It's a lot easier well, to say blind, right? Yeah, She's trying to use it in a nice way because he promised us 10000 when he comes see her. Oh, I got tough skin, so I got tough skin, so I'm not, that's I'm not, not worried about that. But fucking yeah, okay. So like you know, like you know, they say, Well you're disabled. So now we say they're inconvenient. Yeah, but you don't know, you people, know who bring up I'm gonna tell you who brings up that 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 um six can't see more than anybody. You. Don't nobody care about that. I don't like give a fuck about um six six a bad motherfucker. I ain't worried about him not being able to see. I fucks with him about it. But I look like a motherfucker. Yeah, I met Jay. Jay cool as fuck. I met Jay. We hung out. I, 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 I like met fucking head leathers. I know he good I, I people. That's not what I like meant. So I'm not worried. Did you do the blindfolded case test with me? <laughs> what you say? Six, 
Pizza is cool to me. I invest in prayer. Right. Absolutely. No, I, I meant that. Dad's a cool motherfucker. Yeah, yeah. I didn't say he but wasn't. We both, we both agreed. I just talked to Lynn the other day. Motherfucker, no, you didn't. Did you notice how everybody kept saying that, James? I just spoke mm-hmm. with him. motherfucking lie. <laughs> I would you know who else is a good? You know who else is a good motherfucker? Lambert. Lambert's a great motherfucker. Can't wait to get his cheese. Okay, back. see, John, that's why they want to blindfold your ass. That's the reason why your ass will get blindfolded. And they'll put that bullshit that you just did right there. Like, you ain't nobody, ain't nobody motherfucking dumb. I didn't say anybody was. I just said he's, he's a great well, motherfucker. The way, you, the, way you, the way you're saying that shit right there, you got to think a motherfucker dumb that he don't hear what a motherfucker like you saying. Motherfuckers know what motherfuckers saying. No, no, no. Yeah, you ain't this no motherfucker knows what you're saying. saying. I'm my own motherfucker, I, and I know I, I know hear what your tone. motherfucker's saying. Well, by the way, are we, gonna, are we going to are we going to do a taste test, you stuff? Can I try yours and Lambert's? Yep. They gonna well, I told those. Jay I was gonna. I told Jay I was gonna just give you one. Well, I've that's nice of you. I appreciate that. Yeah. You're a great motherfucker, too. I love you, too. <laughs> well, you want to be me. <laughs> well, I love you. want to be me. We come here, we have fun. That's what it's all You know, I love Six Eyes, too, with his blind motherfucking ass. And I love your spoiled <laughs> Reynolds rap broke back mountain ass, too. Yeah, nigga. That's why your punk ass. That's why your punk ass hung up, nigga. Hey, Jay, this might be the most positive part of this show we've had all day. This is very positive. Here. You all right with me? Well, I heard niceties in the first two hours. I was late today, yeah. but I heard niceties when I came in. Somewhat. Well, you know, the only, per- no, the only person Ali that said something with any kind of nicety on it was. Uh, <laughs> Marcus was the only motherfucker that said something that was nice. The rest of these motherfuckers, even in a nice shit, it was funky. Hey, man, I love the, man, I love the, the, uh, the, the, the fruit and vegetables you eat that put, get, make you look like a girl. Oh, Big Charles, thank you so much. I also like that dress you wear. It's a really nice dress. Oh, Jay. Oh, King Fred, like you're here. here. Hey, Jay. Hey, Jay. Jay. Jay, in the rap world, they call that uh, sneak dissing. Sneak dissing. Yeah, Riding that shit in there. Yeah. Now, sneak dissing over here. Hey, Marcus, let me tell you something. Around 1130, <laughs> and they can get you some green, green tea, nigga. It'll help you better. It's <laughs> <laughs> all high yellow. High yellow. Get some loot and pop drops, too. They help. Wow. Oh my hey, God. Uh, it is what it is. Jay. Jay, since you're here, Mary, uh, you still here? I didn't hear her say goodbye. Yep. Is she? Yep, I'm here. So, Jay, when I said to Mary today that you and I, we always tell each other we love each other when we hang up, she said I was full of shit. Am I full of shit? Shout out to Mary. <laughs> That's that masochistic yeah. talk she talks to. I didn't get to hear Lapis' answer, so I believe you when you said it, King Beckman. 
But Beckman sounds like he's sweet, though. He sounds like some gay shit. Fuck you, Beckman. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I think when you meet me, you'll have a different opinion. I'm not going to meet you, nigga. I'm I'm going to slice your ass when I see you. Well, that's right. You're going to meet me when you murder me. So you'll see. Okay. I bet you. What does it mean? I bet you what does it mean. Me. Sock me in my eyes. <laughs> I'm Pride so happy I can see. <laughs> <laughs> my visionary is key. <laughs> <laughs> Ali, let me ask you a serious question. Before you either shoot me or slice me, I need to know which one it'll be so I make sure when I make out my will, I, I phrase it properly. Which one's it going to be? Oh, no, don't worry about it. It's going to be a surprise. Oh, a surprise. Okay. <laughs> Let me add that in there. The surprise killing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> don't worry about it, though, wow. nigga. I'm bringing the cheese. I'm going to get a cheesecake for you, too, nigga. Don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. That'll be my last. That'll be my last meal. It'll be to the bay, to the to the bay and back. Cyanide cheesecake, only one special edition. <laughs> it's gonna be green, Beckman. For the record, Lambert, do you really go to San Francisco to deliver cheesecakes nowadays? No, the the actual name came the actual name came from delivering cheesecakes to Bodega Bay, not San Francisco. Anybody know anything about Bodega Bay? That's on a, another level. That's that's Bodega where they Bay. filmed the birds at. Bodega that's Bay exactly where they filmed, the filmed the it. Yes, yes, that's oh, true. Wow. So is, is Bodega Bay east of San Francisco Bay, or I don't know where it is. Well, Google it. I was just asking. I thought it was easier just for you. It's off the 101. It's off the 101. Okay. Nigga, yeah. actually, uh, Marcus, hey, hey, Marcus did, you say, actually, did you say, did you say, oh, go ahead. No, it's what? actually off Highway 1. 101 leads to to 1, 16, and yeah. then it goes into 1. I'm a native. It's not yeah, maybe it's, this way. It's, it's coming from, from San Francisco. It's about an hour away to answer your question. It's an hour away. If you away from Vallejo, you take 37 to the 101, right? To the one. Well, actually, you take 37 to 116. Shout out to uh, Vallejo. Shout out to Vallejo. Yeah. Is that mm-hmm. a big bay? Like people live on that bay and boat and shit, or is it a small bay? Yeah, they do. Well, people you live out there. Like I said, Google it. Beckman ain't going out there, man. He was scared to go hang out over there. famous for the Alfred Hitchcock movie. I was right for not hanging out in Oakland. Oakland's a shithole. Oh, he was scared than a motherfucker. (laughs) He was scared to go to Jack London. It took me an hour to get an Uber the next morning, so nobody wanted to drive down there to pick us up. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, wow. And that was the good part. Yeah, that is good. Damn, damn, you can get an Uber faster in New York than you can in Oakland. <laughs> I know, that was ridiculous. I'm not kidding you. It took about an hour for an Uber to come. 
And I, were we not in the good part of San, or Oakland, Jay? It was right on the water. Jack London Square. Yeah, that's where we were. Shit, the, the destination where we were going was only 20 feet away. He was scared to walk. <laughs> <laughs> it was late night. The motherfucker was scared to walk. I said, "Come on, man, we gonna walk over here, man." Oh man, this motherfucker would not go out after that motherfucker. I made a beeline for that. I made a beeline for that hotel room, man. Hey, hey, hey. I'm like, hey, hey, hey. hey. I hit the. He hit the locks on the doors when he see a black person walking across the uh, crosswalk. <laughs> oh my gosh, man! Hey, that hey there were homeless people off. around the hotel. I Listen walked around the hotel. There was there was homeless people sleeping like underneath the uh, the hotel. Hey man, that shit is everywhere. That money you offer. That shit is everywhere. Homeless is everywhere. Yeah, I saw. Why don't you give them that money? Give them that money you offered me. Shit. And they downtown Sacramento, downtown Sacramento, I had homeless people sleeping on the Superior Court uh, steps and around yeah, the Superior man. Court building. That shit is everywhere. All day long. All day long. Wow. Camped it's out. It's a whole different tribe. They come in like, <laughs> like I'm telling you, man, that's their tribe. Man, so what? And this, oh, and this is what's going to bring down America. Because America don't take it. America don't take care of her veterans. America don't take care of her homeless citizens. What America do is reach her arms out to everybody so she can steal their land. America got got third world countries in it right in America. Oh, my God. Especially New York City. All you got to do is go up up under your nearest uh, overpass. Your nearest bridge, go up under there. Yeah. You're right yeah. in the yeah. third world Biden country. Sending $95 trillion over to Maui to help rebuild. Now, some of that money can do shit. But we can't do shit for our own. And that, that doesn't make any sense. I mean, why why do they go abroad before they take care of home? Nobody can ask America you always like, been like that. Yeah, we're, for some reason, we're the world's policemen. Well, let them tell it. We the land of the milk and honey, right? Well, well, well. Uh, FEMA's is talking about she. Uh, FEMA's running out of money since the Maui incident because it's been sending, you know, help everywhere else, especially like to Ukraine. You know, uh-huh. and and now here comes another tragedy. You know, you got shit happening in uh, over here in uh, where the hurricane hit. You yeah. Know? That got to be that got to be dealt with, you know. So FEMA is like running out of money, man. You know, and and at the same time, if you look at the if you look at the the inflation rate, if you as soon as you look at that shit, go look at the business news. Go look at how America is a problem. I'm watching it right now. It says the headline says few Americans feel good about the economy. It's literally on the it's TV right up. now on the news. Absolutely, because if you really can see what's really, it doesn't add up. It just doesn't add up. 
But he had Biden. They can't make, they they can't make it make sense. So great. Mm-mm. Like he said, you got to make it make sense. Yeah. You got what they're going to do. They're going to beam up. You know this blue light shit. This blue shit. It's all about the blue. You know you're going into space. You know to that blue level. They're going to. It's going to be a big screen. They're going to put a picture there. Jesus Christ coming back, and you're going to believe it. You're you're at the perfect time to be conned, and they're doing it. Again, you prepped to go to space and this and that and believe in all this outer space shit, and then one day, all of a sudden, at the crack of a horn, you're going to hear, and you go look outside, and it's going to be a hologram of Jesus Christ coming out, and you go think it's a fulfillment. There's going to be a lot of people dying of heart attacks if they see that. Well... They got drones flying up there to put images up there. You well, know, I know. That's, to, that's to what they, that's what they do now. In, instead of like fireworks, they're putting drones up for people to uh, mock fireworks. They're doing drone works now. Well, they even did it in Wakanda. Remember, remember in Oakland, the the ship the, the ship was hovering under the the clouds. The you remember? There was remember. They was over there. Who, me? Oh no, you don't, because you're here to learn about Wakanda. Well, I'm not talking about. I remember. Se- I remember seeing a ship out there. It was docked, though. Talking about in the scene in the movie, uh, oh. what was it? Panther, Black Panther. When they started out in Oakland, they was in the ship. My point is, that's the images that they're gonna really the illusions. They're going to put before your eyes. And people in the scope fulfill biblical scriptures. They're going to put all this shit up here. It's going to be, and they're prepping you because they make you put on these visual shit on your eyes, make you think you're in virtual reality. The power so you're going to be used to seeing that shit. Yeah, you're going to be used to that shit. That's why, but that's why you got to have discernment. If you ain't got the gift of discernment, you know what I mean? Like, you're going to be bamboozled. Yeah, man. And that goes back to mm-hmm. those two commandments. Love you know I mean? who's in front of you like you want to be loved. And love the most high. And that's all you got to do on the earth. Because really, because really, when you when you are spiritually connected, you don't look through the two eyes that's in your head. You look through that third eye, which is in your heart. You don't you don't see through, you know, humanity eyes. You see through a third eye, which is a spiritual eye. So if you're not spiritually connected, yeah, you're gonna you're gonna go for anything. You know what I mean? Well, wait a minute. It tell you. It tell you. That would be my it, fourth tell eye. You, Cause my third eye is my it, Johnson. See, well, well see, there you know, it is. You like that. You know, See, he's like shit. that. You know what I mean? Yeah, he's. Well, this is the third hour of power, and he heard Mary. You see, that's distortion. <laughs> remember, remember when they talked about the millionaire march and the woman walking by? Well, that's Beckman. He's coming with that kind hey, of shit to diffuse. You know, march. Well, I wouldn't doubt it. You hear? Well, I'm a man. Go go I'm a man. Why wouldn't I be there? Well, they tell you. Well, I tell you. Wait, 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 wait. Why you would be there? Even, 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 
Even in Ephesians, it tells you, do not be tossed to and fro by any form of doctrine, you know what I mean, by the cunning craftiness of man. So, therefore, it's telling you, you know what I'm saying, to be spiritually discerning, you know what I'm saying, so you know what is and what isn't, you feel me? But a lot of people are going to be bamboozled and fooled because they're not spiritually equipped, you know what I mean? No, I, I agree with that. I'm probably one of them. So I agree with you. Yeah, so the reason why you would be there is just like you're here. You're here to learn. Because if it's, because, because if because it's not. That's what you do. You want to know what black people are doing and how they're thinking, how they're because interacting. Because if it's not, if it's not, well, if it's not sound, if it's not, that's why, that's why I tell you to study to to show thyself approved, a workman of the word, right? That means you don't go on the preacher, the minister, this, that, and the other. You read and you feed your spirit that word. You feed it yourself, you feel me? So that when it's not of the word and it's not of the spirit, your spirit within you will not receive it, will not accept it. You will you will turn from it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But, I, hey, I what do I know? You know what I mean? No, but you sound like you know. I mean, it tell me in Proverbs twenty two six, train up a child in the way that he should go, and when he's old, he should not veer far from that path. Tell me. So, I mean, I was just trained, and now being of a, a older age, I've come back to the path. But here again, I'm not one that's big on religion. You feel me? Like. I, yeah. At the same time, I can't omit just omit the Old Testament. We live in the New Testament, but you can't just omit the Old Testament because they they go hand in hand, they coincide. You know what I'm saying? That's right. Like you, it's so, like you can't erase history. You can't erase well, it's history. Like the, it's like the stories in the Old Testament. You actually live them in the now. If there's exactly. moral to the stories of the characters when you read it in the Bible. So, you know, now here comes the New Testament, a new age, like you said, but it's all about the now. So the point is for you to see the moral in the story of the book because you live in the I same give you, path. You walk in the right, same path. So what's old is new? I give you an example, right? I give you an example, right? So boom. So I just quoted Proverbs twenty two six, right? Train up the child in the way that he should go. When he's old, he should not be far from the path, right? So if you go into the New Testament, that connects into the New Testament of the prodigal son. If you know about the prodigal son, then you know that that connects with the prodigal son. Because what did the prodigal son do? He wandered off. He wandered off. He squandered all his riches in the world, got lost, turned out, right? But then he came to his senses. He came to his senses, and he was like, man, my father's servants eat better than me because he was what? He was in the pig's pen. He was, you know what I'm saying, in the slop or whatnot. So he's like, man, I might as well return to my father and, you know what I'm saying, at least I'll live like his servants live. You feel me? So he came to his senses and he returned back to the past. He returned back to his father. And his father received him with open arms. So 
that Old Testament scripture right there, 22.6, it connects with that which is in the gospel of Luke, you will find the prodigal son. So right. that's what what just an example. That's just, that's just an example of how they connect with each other, the old and the new. Right. That's, how, that's the book. However, yeah. we, uh, all of us worship a living God. See, that's the book. Exactly. God the living God, you. the living God, the living God is in you. The He's living God you. is in Absolutely. you. Absolutely. Absolutely. You feel me? That's, that's the living God because it's the God that's within you. Correct. So as you read the stories of the Bible, the book, you will see the parallels in your life. It's a exactly. spiritual path. And what that exactly. is is know the word. See, no study the word to show thyself approved. A workman needeth not rightfully, you know, to be ashamed, rightfully yeah. dividing the word of truth. Yeah. And that's exactly. all it's about. Go ahead. It's about Go discipleship. Ahead. It's about discipleship. Yeah. It's about being a scribe. It's about knowing uh-huh. the way. It's to know about reasoning. It's to know about listening. It's to know about I don't know everything. It's to know but a lot the of people, Lord. Yeah, go ahead. Like a lot of people don't even know, when you say the word Christian, a lot of people they don't even know where that word derives from. Christian. Christian derives from Christ-like, to live Christ-like. That's where the word Christian comes from. Because when he came to earth, when he came to earth, he displayed a manner of living, you know what I'm saying? Period. So that's what Christian means. You know what I'm saying? But again, what do I know? I'm just, you know what I mean? I'm just a pilgrim, like it speaks about in Hebrews. I'm just a pilgrim. I'm, I'm traveling. Let me see through the uh, glass dimly, but one day we're going to see it all. Um, I did want to say something about what I was trying to say earlier about religion. Um, There was uh, someone said, well, I'm not um, religious. I'm more spiritual. I can't remember exactly who said that. Um, You all are more religious than than you recognize, and here's why I'm saying that. In the book, um, for uh, James, First chapter, 27th verse, uh, says, uh, pure and genuine religion in the sight of God, which we're saying, um, man is made in his image. Um, so God the Father means caring for orphans and widows in their distress and refusing to let the world corrupt you. That is what religion is. Now, it's been taken out of context, as many things have been taken out of context, to satisfy itchy ears and selfish um, agendas. But the book says what religion is. Pure religion, meaning unadulterated religion. And you all are more religious than you recognize. But you think perhaps you're not because you're looking at all the other added on stuff that's been slapped on to religion. That's why every time y'all open your mouth, folks listen, because there's something that you have to say. And thank you for letting me say what I just said. 
Well, you said what you said because you're a dingbat that comes in and interrupt what all of us was saying. <laughs> I'll take that risk then. You said yeah. you killed me. <laughs> you did not just call her a dingbat. Well, she thinks oh, he well, did. it is what it is. He did. <laughs> but the but the truth doesn't need a cheerleader, so I don't have to worry about being called a dingbat. <laughs> well. You shouldn't. And you love, shouldn't. love is the truth. That's why I can say I love you all without any conviction to it, because I'm not talking about all the ads slapped on stuff. That's yeah, right. And I love you, here. Nicole. So if I was a con artist, that means I don't love you. That's right. That means I'm trying to trick you. I'm trying to rob you out of something under the false pretense that I love you. That's why many relationships don't make it. First thing somebody say, I thought you loved me. Well, that's because we got something misconstrued with that word, with that term, in my opinion. Oh, I'm going to ding that my way up confused. out of here. Well, in your opinion, I heard your opinion, and your opinion ain't love. And that was Nick's your last opinion. word for Friday, September 1st, 2023, <laughs> on the No, your opinion, the, the opinions that you get it ain't love. It's she about was, uh, uh, Six Sides Radio That's Network. About. Go over there, great work as well. Six Sides Radio Speaking Network. Speaking of a high note, speaking of a high note, how are you feeling, Lisa? Feeling pretty high? Oh, you're so corny. You cornball. Yeah. yeah, and and then you got your cousin Reese. He's so goofy. He's answer. a goofball. That's my brother Reese. That's Reese. So you you cornball and goofball. Yeah. You my other brother Nicole. You go and take Nicole, who thrives in waste basketball, and you two ball brothers put yourself in her waste basket. Why don't you go do that? What's wrong with that? At least we're in her presence. You sound like you you sound like you got a ball in your mouth. Take the ball out your mouth. Take the strap off the ball and and say speak clearly, please. Hold on a second. I'm making a turn here. I'm going to get some beer. Okay. There we go. Hey, I love you all. I'm going to bid you all a fond farewell. Have a great Labor Day weekend. If you can't be good, be careful. Brother Yusef Beckman, I can't wait to see you. I'll bring you some good stash when I come see you. And, oh, you're leaving? You're leaving? Yeah, I'm going in to get some beer now for the weekend. What, okay. is, is that a Mormon state? Why you got to get it right now? Is it a Mormon state or something? You got to oh, buy I'm it after a certain no, Love, love to everybody. I'm Episcopalian. Nothing to do with Mormon. I will be giving you all the calls later on this week. Oh, you leaving to What good. the fuck made you call today? <laughs> <laughs> because you would be not happy if I didn't. <laughs> I'll be giving you a call, Yusef. I'll be giving Chucky a call, Ali, uh, Jay. Oh uh, who else we got? Uh, Beckman and Ali. I'll be giving you all the call. So stay by your phone. Don't call me. Don't call me, and nigga. Her. And Mary. And Mary. Mary won having coffee. Don't with even reach out to me, nigga. I'm blocking your motherfucking ass, nigga. I know she's excited about that. 
she gets to have coffee with six eyes. Your ass so is blocked. I block. I block niggas Ali? like you. <laughs> don't worry, Ali. I know how to get We don't want no motherfucker like you. We don't want no nigga named Six Eyes calling my house, nigga. Uh, <laughs> I'm coming to call. Don't worry about you. it. He has not blocked you, Troubles. Believe that. Yeah, I'll be giving him a call. Oh, yeah. <laughs> His minutes might be about to run out, but he didn't block you. Bang, bang. And where, where is um, where is Fred? Nigga, I don't have minutes like that, nigga. I got ongoing, <laughs> unforgettable minutes, nigga. <laughs> um, our, our brother Fred um, and our sister Valerie are now here in California. Um, they've traveled here. They'll be here for the weekend. Oh, okay. They just touched down about an hour or so ago. All right. So, sir, are you still here? What the fuck was all that outro that you was just getting? <laughs> oh, my God. my God. What a Good. bucket head. What a bucket head. What about you, sir, sir? What's that? What's your sir? fucked up radio doing? You act like you add to the <laughs> fucking you, show. Sir. I hear you. Twelve years in the business. Doing quite all right. And you're still a beginner. You're still auditioning. I know. I know. Listen, if you want to do a show with me, all you got to do is ask. That's all you got to do. I mean, Ali get, uh, threw you away. You know, so you can do a show with me if that's what you want to do. You guys could do like a bubble bong review type show, bubble bongs with Bucketheads. I think that's something that could go uh, on to I the second radio station on a Tuesday. Uh, yeah, that that can work. Well, uh, let me tell you. Let me tell you when you and I can do a show. What to do with random vape pens with bucket Shut heads. the fuck up, snitchy fool! <laughs> God damn! So check it out, six eyes. You want to do a show? Yeah, I'm gonna give you a call. So get off of here. Yeah, I didn't. T- I'm, t- I'm talking to you now, man. You want to do a show? Yeah. Yeah, let's do a show. Well, the show is now live and direct. All right, kick it off. Go ahead. It's going on right now. All right. All right. We got the air show here, so y'all go ahead, Jets flying. Well, see, you you interrupted me. I was telling you how fucked up your radio doing is really <laughs> fucked up. Well, no, I just let you all know that the airplanes are flying by. So if it gets loud, you won't be able to hear. Okay. And then what? And then what? So you want to do a show with me? Go ahead. No, well, let's let, talk let about hear, the motherfucking airplanes, man. What the let fuck about you. the airplanes? <laughs> well, we have the Blue Angels here. We we are hosting the air show. And I'm like ten minutes away, so it's like that's that's why you hear it so good. Well, does that make you feel good to be there? Well, I always uh, like the uh, Blue Angels. Well, what is a Blue Angel? Google it. Why would why you're traveling to go see some good Blue Angels? And the, and the who the fuck Blanders, are they? Google it. Well, I don't want to Google it. I want to hear from you what the fuck a Blue Angel is. The Blue Angels is an aerial uh, pilot 
they uh, they do um, special events, air shows. They do um, acrobatic uh, maneuvers. Mhm. And what makes you want to be there to see that? Well, I'm not seeing anything. I'm hearing it. Oh, you're hearing it. You drove yeah. over there for the acoustics. Well, I I use it and add it to part of my uh, sound library. So, are the Blue Angels blue or are they black? The planes are a blue. They're blue. Well, what about the angels that are driving? Are they blue or uh, are they black? Race, various, various um, ethnicity. Do you know that? Yes, I do. I, I met them. Oh, really? Yeah. And how many of them are of a different ethnicity that you met? The, How many different? The five that I met were Caucasian, and it was two blacks. Was it a female? Any of them female? No, I didn't. I didn't see any female uh, pilots. No. Hmm. Five Caucasian, two black. I was just curious, being that you know, on the International Space Station. There are no blacks up there. I guess when you got to get to another level to really be an angel, it's only white angels when you go to that level of heaven. It all balances out at the end. No, that's that's not a balance. That's unbalanced. Even the equation that you gave the two to the three, that's not balanced. Well, I, I guess if more if more people would well, well, it sounds like you talk like Yusuf Kente. <laughs> yeah, that is your word. You should get a, a T-shirt. I'll pass on a shovel. I'll pass on a shovel. <laughs> Are you happy? Yeah. I'll, I'll lend him your shovel. Somebody, that's two times somebody. That's I had. And I had Beckman come over here sounding like Kente, <laughs> and you sounding like Kente, and then your blockhead <laughs> over there. That blockhead. My God. My goodness. My God. Yeah, that blockhead. All I'm saying is, I say, um, Quentin, you don't like it. You say, I say it too well, much. And no, I said, well, all I'm you, saying is, you say well. I talk. say, um, and you say well. Talk. I didn't know well, a blockhead could talk. There's a lot of things you don't know. There's a lot of things you don't know, Quentin. There's a lot of things you don't know. Hey, one second, one second, one second. Hey, are you guys going to be? Are you guys gonna be on the air on Monday on um, holiday? Or are you guys gonna be on the air? We on the we on the yeah. air every day, Marcus. Every we do day. this every day, okay. Marcus. It's like okay. we on the we on the we on the air Monday through Friday. Like you need to drink some green tea Monday through Friday, Marcus. This color. Well, you got to shoot him for asking. Hey, hey, hey! Look, uh, I'm finna get off the line, but I'll, I'll tap in with y'all on Monday. Y'all have a blessed weekend. You said you finna get off the line, or you finna get off on mine? I finna get off on the line. I finna get off the line. I couldn't hear. I couldn't hear what you said. All right, love y'all. Y'all have a good weekend. Love you too, brother. Thank you. All right, go ahead. Go ahead. All right, mumbles. See you later, mumbles. Yeah, blockhead. We were left off on blockhead. Talking about the blockhead. 
I didn't know a blockhead <laughs> can talk. You must be Miss Potato Head. You Come don't know a lot of things, Quentin. And speaking of blocking, perhaps you are blocking the blessing by being so boisterous. Thanks for listening. Oh, really? Yes. You will know more boisterous about what? if you block less with your bucket-headedness and just, you know, be okay with folks. Like you are some days when you're off radio, <laughs> you bum. So block less, if I block less, then I will yeah. be less, which you call bless, right? I can be less. So if I block less and then you give me a be lessing, isn't that like I'm some kind of way still need more? Why should not what just feel like, more? What if Why like should I just feel more bomb, like I am? Your bubble bonds just take over a thing. Well, no, I don't need. It, it, it I don't need. I'm not about being less. In a situation, about being and more. it won't let go. <laughs> well, listen here. It seems like you won't let go. <laughs> Depends on what we're talking about. What are we well, talking we're talking about? about letting go. You're here. Letting go of what? Letting go of. <laughs> well, you want to say being here. here? You want to talk about I'm how not. I'm going to be less. You talk about how I am be, I, w- I am be, I get a be less. <clears throat> if you I was said you didn't, know a block, you didn't know what a blockhead could do. And I said, there's a lot of things you don't know. And well, I explained I to you know, I why I believe that is so. <laughs> I don't know a blockhead can talk. So a lot of things you don't know. Mm-mm. I thought I, I was, you know, I was thinking you just get with a bunch of other blockheads and just block, <laughs> not talk. I am with a bunch of bucketheads. <laughs> this is true. Remember how? You, remember? Remember how? You, remember? Remember when you was working and you was here only ten minutes because <laughs> you was blocked I out. I will be working. I will be working. I I I will be working. You <laughs> understand that, Plankton? I can't. Make nobody move any faster than going to move, but I, I trust in what I'm told, so I will be working. You just don't know how to be yourself, huh? I don't know how to be anyone else but myself. No, I don't well, need to be you? anyone else but me. Who are you? I'm a speck of energy that God created and has placed in this realm for a period of time. I have a particular work that I need to do before I check up out of here, and the clock is ticking. Mm-hmm. Who are you? Well, apparently I'm in the same period of time as you, and I'm not less. I'm more well, who are you? in that period of time. Who are you in this period of time? I am that I am. I am that oh. I am. Okay, then. No, it's Thank not you. okay. It's all right. That's, That's what I it. am. Absolutely. Is that is that what it is? That's what you are. No, no. What You're it is? You're a rocket ship in the star. And it's a lowdown. Well, let me check my notes here to make sure I get this correct because I don't know. What, let me see what it is. Hold on, one moment. Yeah, you don't know what you is. Oh yes, yes. You be wishy washy. Is a lowdown feeling. What it is is from left to right. Yep, that's what it is. Exactly. What it is is a copyright lyric that you decided to. Copy. <laughs> Well, if it's true, 
it's worth being repeated now, isn't it? Well, is are there you any copywritten? more truth to it? Are you, are you copywritten? Are well, you? do you have a pen? <laughs> Didn't I tell you to write Not down nearby. some shit? Not Didn't nearby. I tell you to write down some shit? How many times <laughs> have you written shit? You need to say um, that shit I told you to write and find from me. <laughs> yeah, um, I can't write down everything you say. Um, yeah. Well, you're not the only one writing. Oh, well, you're to speaking that. to me, though, so I'm a, I can only answer for myself. Absolutely. You can only speak to yourself. That's, that's what it. you're doing. So then why, why tell me about what others are doing? Um, that's their lane. Well, yeah, absolutely. Would you, you like a shovel? Well, no, you I just can. need to know that. You need to know that. There's this, this okay. things you need to know. Yeah, well, this is true. I'm here to get it. Well, that's what it's about, truth. That's absolutely right. Right. And and that's absolutely why you're fired. That's why the, that's why the craft well, that you're on. Some don't know what to do craft, with the truth. Some, yeah, some don't know what craft, to do with love when it's before them. Yeah, I get you know, it. It's your free will. Vessel, no, your craft is witchcraft, and it doesn't fly here. Oh my God. No. Now, no. some kind of hoodoo woman. <laughs> mm. Well, that's not hoodoo. <laughs> Just talking about your vessel, the craft that you travel on. Oh, the mothership. What you call the mothership. Yeah, you yeah. call it the mothership. Yes, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Muggsy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> I take accountability for my vessel. Well, I would, call it, I would call it unaccountability. I know. You call a lot. Well. Would you like a shovel? What's a shovel for? For your well. You seem to really want to get at that. You you called out for your well quite a bit. I'm trying to help you out with, you know, asking, uh, would you like a shovel? I see you guys are still going strong. <laughs> Lavis hey, is Friday. So you know what this, this is. is so easy. And, you, and Lavis, would you please, because Clayton keeps asking me, when am I going to work? And maybe, maybe, um, maybe, what did you say yesterday? Maybe, that, maybe, um, that you, you're Damn, not really nigga, going to work. Shit. <laughs> what did I tell you? What did I tell you? You just asked you me. So when, well, why aren't you at what work? What did I tell you? Like, what did I tell you to tell him when you tell him? Tell him what? I'm, I don't. I'm not saying all that. I'm saying something for that's you to be you, for you to be you told something so her, you I can get you off my back. That's why she's a keeper, not for me, <laughs> for you. You can. Mm, nigga, that's your nigga. You done went over here talking to her in the after oh, hours, nigga, trying to set man, up shit. You know you're gonna be at nigga. You go. You know you're gonna be at that summit, nigga. Double talking. You remember the Mary ordeal? You know you remember how you did it before. That's the flexing. The flexing alert. Oh, nigga. See, I'm just saying you can keep her, man. You can keep her, man. That's all I'm saying. I, I ain't you never can. had her. But can we settle the fact that I have a job? So you can stop asking me, or, or, or aren't you supposed to be working? Could you stop yeah, that? Yeah, you ain't supposed to be working. Get your ass out there and sell them goddamn cheesecakes for Lambert. 
I told you, I want you to. I want all the lemon ones gone. <laughs> when I when I owe you the manager now, are you the manager of the lemon cheesecake department? So yeah, I want you to thing. get rid of all the lemon cheesecakes today, um, nigga. And I'm then the mall says it's a strawberry swirl. So I'm you know. Not, uh, I'm not a very good salesman of cheesecakes. Just hold them in your hand. Just hold them in your hand with your ass out. Everybody. Oh, wow. Wow. <laughs> wow. Well, uh, the way you toss two and four like on the other radio station. Kente, yeah. are you, um, yeah. did, you, did, you sell, did you sell the Beckman or no? <laughs> Beckman ran away, man. Negative. Negative laughing. I, Jay, I told you I'd give Beckman a chance. You know what I told you, man. You know, my word is fine. He told, I told you he I'd told, give Beckman. He told John he had Beckman to give him an away, offering man. of top-shelf weed to be considered <laughs> to well, hear an offer. He come, he come, I, know, he I, I, I know he also said that he had to do a blindfold test, which I thank God for me. <laughs> I, I, I stopped him from being... Uh, Joe Pesky. <laughs> you did. You know what? He almost got pesky. So that's what it means. You know, so don't get pesky. Right. Walk into an empty room. And... Yeah, kablooey. Yeah. Kablooey. Yeah, kablooey. You were talking about when it got made, right? That's that's the scene you talk about. Yeah. 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 And he got killed, right? He sure did. Yeah, he he got that was raw. That was raw than a motherfucker, wasn't it? That shit was. Well, what I don't understand is why would why would.